tonight we have The Sprawl Session 3, with Katie, Richard, Michael, Matthew, Stephen, and Nick reprising their roles. We now have a new hosting server for our podcast and a simple web page that should work just fine on cell phones and other portable devices. Have a look at bluemagic.com, that's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K, where you'll also find links to the various social sites we use, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, Google Groups, and more. Thanks for listening. So, recap from last session. We have a, a very simple mission. One might say a milk run. Where you need to retrieve some information from a target. With the primary goal is to not let the target aware uh, that the information has been taken, compromised, or really that anything odd has happened, if at all possible. Uh, this last bit is more important than actually getting the job done. Uh, your target is a Dr. Stone, which uh, he works at a place called the Hearthstone Clinic, which is a research facility with attached gym. Uh, he has a very regimented schedule that begins at 6 a.m. every morning. Uh, he takes a 40-minute jog in his uh, neighborhood scenic jog route, gets back home at 6.45 a.m., showers, prepares for work, and is out the door at 7 a.m. to catch the tube to uh, uh, into the city. He arrives at work at 7.30 He's off work at 6 o'clock, sometimes goes to the brewery, uh, which is a bar, and sometimes goes to play racquetball, but is home by 7.30 regardless. That is his fairly regimented schedule. Uh, you took some actions last session to verify some of this, and plans were being made. Plans were being made. Anyone who wishes to add anything, please do. Uh, actually, there is one one large thing, is that the data is on some kind of portable storage device that he keeps on a key ring that is uh, molded into the caricature of some cartoon cat. <laughs> yes. yes, and apparently it is uh, requires certain metrics uh, to be involved to uh, decrypt, decode the information within, although that may or may not be your problem, up to you, but does uh, require... Uh, sweat or body oil, skin oils, as well as a uh, capture of his biometrics, heart rate, respiration, that sort of thing. So anyway, if anyone else cares to throw things out there uh, as to what your plans were this section, uh, session, uh, any other pertinent information that you may have found that you wish to rehash. So, uh, Setting-wise, I'd say we're all, or most of us maybe, are around some sort of conference table back at the home base. Uh, Polly's kicked back with her feet up on the table. Uh, she's, uh, you know, got some music compositions in her hand, doodling away with some musical notes haphazardly, not even really with any music theory involved whatsoever. And she's expecting Argos to uh, contact the Johnson again to renegotiate for the decrypting, or to see if it's even necessary. And uh, I'm sorry, Argos is, is that Argos is here today? Uh, is that correct? But uh, 
our new uh newest character is oh, uh, not. Here's okay. here for fifteen minutes. Ah, gotcha. Just enough time to write myself out of the story. Mm-hmm. All right, well, take it away, Argos. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and call her at the number that she had requested. Okay. okay. Uh, you reach a messaging service. Uh, it does not tell you the name of the person you've contacted. It just uh, simply goes to the tones that you're familiar of, and it uh, starts recording. What message do you wish to leave, if any? Hey, just trying to get in touch. Uh, you were right, it's encrypted. I want to know if you need it back encrypted or unencrypted. Also, could you get me a schedule? All right, call me back at... Okay. Not more than a couple of minutes later, uh, you receive an email on your PAN unit. Uh, basically, uh, very short, uh, saying uh, the data is all that's required. Uh, a bonus will be available if you can in, if you can uh, provide the decryption parameters. Do not decrypt yourselves. Challenge accepted. Well, we yeah. already know the parameters, don't we? Heart rate, oil, sweat, Well, uh, so in other words, she wants you to provide the keys, like provide her with that information so that they may be decrypted. Like get okay. a sample of skin oils or uh, saliva or something, get a scan of his biometrics. Oh, so Polly still has her feet up on the table. She's going, what's the play, boss? I say we hit the gym. Try the safe angle first and as time presses we proceed to more risky and certain opportunities i could come to a similar conclusion have we decided that the office is off the table yes yes we have it has a turret gun and many many soldiers <laughs> okay <laughs> I think the feeling was, while you might be able to take the facility, it certainly won't be done in a way that he won't know that something is up. (laughs) Bert, can I send the intel point to get Emily Aker's schedule? Um, Information on her? Yes, you can. Uh, So it'll come up. uh, I assume that's what you were asking for when you say schedule when you called. Yes. Perhaps. Okay. Uh, it wasn't very clear, but you can certainly spend the information point for that. Uh, you get hers. Uh, it is not as complete because no one's actually been surveilling her, but you do have her work schedule. She also starts at seven and ends at six. You do have an address of her home, uh, but you really don't have anything more of a schedule than that. So home address and which day she works, Monday through Friday, seven to six. Oh, and she apparently has her own car. Uh, you have a information as to which lot that she uses on the premises. So uh, thinking back when you went to the gym to take a look at the place and when Yerxi went to uh, went there as the, the candy man, <laughs> uh, candy. the parking spaces all were numbered. Uh, so you have also which, which parking space is hers. The doctor does not own a car, apparently. Yerxi wants to know what kind of car it is. Uh, it's, it's basically a small compact, not so very ostentatious, good, really good, uh, fuel capacity, uh, good distance on it. Uh, nothing, nothing particularly special, you know, think, uh, like, uh, a, a Yugo, you know, 
clearly inferior to Polly's vehicles. Yeah. Always. One mode of thinking. Uh, only modifications on record. Uh, take a little look at it. Is that it's uh, it's been weatherized for Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. I can get her. I'm trying to think about how I can get her DNA off her car without setting off a car alarm. Yeah, thinking car handle might work. We probably don't need hers. I think it is odd. That when she is so very bad at racquetball and never comes in for anything except for that, well, we haven't documented her coming in for anything except for racquetball, that she meets with him once a month to do it. I think that may be part of how to unlock the key. Well, we can certainly uh, find that out after we get the actual uh, information. We'll have a closer look at the lock, so let's not put the cart before the horse, honey. Well... When does she turn up for racket ball? Is it no going sets. to be yeah. no set schedule? No set schedule. It's just when he for... calls her in or something. Yeah. A okay. single time a month. Yeah, once a month, but on no particular day or week. And no uh, perceived pattern within the uh, 12 months that no. were available to look at. No, so, not not like like every thirty days, nothing like that. Uh, sometimes it would be like at the end of the month, and then just a few days into the next month, but never more than once a month. Yeah, it wasn't like first week, then second week, then no. third week, nothing like that. So no perceived pattern that we found. So Polly's written it out. I mean, you'll get a few things that match up just because of the data set you have, of course, but nothing that is a a, a long pattern. Right. Oh, when does it happen? This has it happened this month? It has not. And how many? How long before the end of the month could Two we weeks. wait it out? Okay, so no, we've only got a few days. Yeah, we, we got three days left. Yeah. And uh, Bert, would you like to establish the time of day for us? Okay. Um, this will be after last night's activities. Um, it's going to be fairly early in the morning. Probably, you know, we'll call it ten o'clock in the morning. Ten o'clock. So they're at work at this point. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we because, know what time uh, he gets off because of his uh, regular schedule. Right. Uh, just to set it up, because Irksy had already gone to his work shortly after he got there, did the chocolate thing that happened this morning. Uh, so it's not before noon yet. Uh, we'll say it's 10 o'clock. Well, I think I know my role in the plans to upcome. Jumping Jack Flash, you got any insightful, stealthy moves that uh, you'd like to share with the cl- rest of the class? Do you need anything for the gym should things go down today? A membership. Are you talking to me? Yes. That's not my name. Yes, she does that. Jack is part of your name, and that's really all she needed to start running. That was pretty darn close for her, really. Disappointed. <laughs> well, um... So, we want her... We think we need her heart or oil. Yeah, well, we want to say this, because we don't know which. We don't know which or what combination thereof. Maybe there's a machine that takes his heart rate, but her oils, or vice versa. So we need everything from her. Pretty much. I have medical scanning equipment. Hmm. Just hmm. I'll bump into her. Excuse me. Okay, so <laughs> Let me put this, this electrode on your forehead. <laughs> you bump into a knot right here in the face. Yeah. So they they play racquetball, right? Potentially. 
or whatever. They do something at the gym, whatever it is. If they're at the gym together, from what I've seen, Racquetball. It's not like I reviewed video logs. Okay, like um, where are the stored? Let me uh, let me pause just for a moment to to just go over what you do know. Uh, they are they are playing racquetball when they're there because the system is keeping track of their scores, uh, minutes to strike, uh, number of balls missed, that sort of thing. So they actually are playing racquetball. He's just much better than her. Two. Uh, one of the things you were offered, Holly, when you went in, since you have the membership, uh, is that it actually scans and keeps track of your biometrics so it can tell you calories burned, heart rate reached, that sort of thing. So the system has that information in it. Now, yes, there's, it, it's only going to be publicly accessible by the account that you own, so you won't be able to see their accounts. But you can see on the leaderboard tracking for racquetball, for instance, when they play, uh, all the statistics for the game are there. So they are playing. Uh, it's just he's much better. So we just need to break in there and get the biometrics off of both of them, presumably, because that is what is being tracked there. And a discarded towel or something that would have their... Well, if he shows up, I can get uh, body sweat, I suppose. But, yeah, that is... Huh. We managed to get his, thanks to your C's pen trick. Yeah, when he signed for the package, he had just taken off a pair of uh, latex gloves, so his hands were sweaty when he signed, so you do have a sample of a sweat on the pen that Irksy brought back. So we what? just need to... Hypothetically, yeah. I don't think we need her sweat, because that seems too involved of a lock. Uh for information that they're probably accessing every day, or reasonably often. Well, maybe it needs to be confirmed every month, or else it self-destructs. Well, ultimately, we don't even... uh, That's just bonus gravy, baby. Uh, We don't really need it. It's just ideal if we do get it. Indeed. All right. We can get their genetic information. It's their heart rhythm, their vital signs that are giving us trouble at the moment. Well, we know where we can get them from. Yes. Do we need to hire a hacker? Do you know, look in my Rolodex. Can Jack just uh, break into the office and get admin uh, trainer information or something off the computer? We could hire a hacker, I suppose. We'll ring up our uh, boy Razors, I guess. I've been trying, but it didn't work out. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, you've got access to the place already, don't you, yes. Polly? Can you take in a guest as well? Uh, you don't, you don't see why you couldn't, because your access basically opens the door. You can just hold the door open for other people. Uh, uh, actually, if you want to look at your pan and get the, the membership agreement, it does say you're allowed to bring guests, as long as you're well, there with the guests. Then I could go with you, Polly, and we could... Uh, have a workout, and then I could try and sign up to do that, and you could create a distraction which causes somebody to have to leave the office where I'm signing up, and I could copy the stuff that's on there already. I mean, company use the access that's already there. I mean, and also, uh, the the device is probably going to be in his locker when he's playing racquetball, unless he ha- carries it on him all the time. But it's on a key ring, so. People don't bring their keys to play racquetball, do they? No, that's that's crazy. Yes, 
All right, so... Well, I mean, it's the keys to his house, isn't it? Well, no, it can't be the keys to his house. Because he doesn't take it when he goes jogging. So... So, yeah, well, we don't, We've got be... no idea when he's going to go to the racquetball place next, though. We'll watch it so for the next... Gone. Well, it? if he does go, we know what time it will be. We just don't know if he will actually choose that day. He goes after work every time. I think Polly wants to become a regular there for the next couple of days. That's my plan, but if it's uh, to get it enacted on, I need to catch a few hours of Z's before then. Dismissed. You and Adios, muchachos. And uh, she meanders on uh, to go back and crash back into her bed after Cookie had so uh, used poppers to wake her up last time. All right, Polly goes to sleep. What are the rest of your plans for the day? We can't rely on... We're not. If that does not work out, then we're going to have to take the strike at his house. Because he is out of the house. Well, I'd say we take the strike at the house first. Because... Given the security that was at his work, and the regimented style of life that that he has... I am under the opinion that he may not be a willing subject of what is happening. It is a theory, of course. And there may be more monitoring at his house to make sure he's not going to go AWOL. Nothing happened when I was there testing what was going on. He had uh, local security uh, enforcers, and that appeared to be it. Admittedly, I didn't go in, but yeah. Now, there wasn't anything outstanding when you were messing around outside the house. Like, no extra guards came to double-check his house. One nosy neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, on day four, if we haven't managed to catch him in the gym, that's the last strike. Uh, 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 No. We, We don't leave it until the last moment. That is the worst possible way to do a heist. To... I... Yeah, I agree we should do the gym as our backup plan, but do the hit the house now if that's what we're banking on as the most sure thing. Yeah. You you don't put so much pressure onto the, the breaking into the house because that is could happen. And if we need to, we can break gym. into other houses in the neighborhood to make it look like it's not just his house being hit. Well, we don't want it to look as though his house has been hit at all. Yeah. Because he so, can't I know mean, just, like, just in case something goes wrong, we can have Apostle Paul and his buddies come along and throw rocks in everybody's window, kind of thing, to cover our tracks. I'm sure that's Because there's, secu- there's concern about extra security being inside. So if we trip extra security that we didn't see before, then we just go and throw stuff at everybody else's house. And mm. I've got things to make messes, if you want to do that. For my own personal curiosities, I'd like to know more about what they're researching at his place, because when we looked into it, there's a whole lot of nothing that came up. And that's hard to have a job that pays you well when there's nothing in the public sector. Is he in the public sector? There's nothing, like, it's not a publicly traded company, they don't sell anything um, that I could find. They kind of just are there. It's a research clinic, but it doesn't really go into detail about what they're researching. And as far as you they don't, they don't have drugs they're selling. Sorry? 
As far as you discovered, there had been no real discoveries there. Like no papers published, that they had learned this or that, or that they were trying this technique. So just for my own personal curiosity, I'd like to go inside and see what's beyond the front desk. I think the one thing that you were able to pick up on was that his own personal research was into anagathics or life extension. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. And nothing was registered. There's just, there's no patents, no nothing. So that seems a little slow, but let us keep such inquiries under our hats until, as proper arrangement, until after the mission is over collect on our paycheck. Well, we could do it. We could do it. Hit the house, and then if that's not successful, then we can try the office, and then the very last, last chance would be to try him at the gym. I think if we have failed twice before, then his guards will have already alerted everyone. Holly's purring in her sleep again. It's very fine. This is day two of four, right? For uh, yes. Yes, it is. Fairly early on day two, though. Right. 10 or 10.30 or 11. Yeah. Somewhere between 10 and 11. Do you feel comfortable going to the gym and trying to get their biometrics? Me? Jack. Because he's the one uh, As I said, Polly can get me in there and then I can pretend to be signing up for an account sort of thing and somebody else could cause a distraction outside. And they have to go and investigate it, leaving me alone with the computer for a few minutes. Might be able to do it. I'm not brilliant with computers, but I mean, give me if something already to, logged to copy in. this stuff. I should be able to do yeah. it. If they've already logged in with their administrator passwords, it might be easy enough for you to do it. Hmm? You guys want to go ahead and try that today. Okay. Because it's too late to check his house during the jog at, the moment, at this point, so might as well do a, some more recon before we start. Yeah, the heist would have to be tomorrow, because it's already 10.30. Yeah, he's at work at this point. I mean, you could always catch him when he comes home, but yeah. Alright, so later on, the two of you want to go and do that, and if by random chance he happens to be there this evening, you can go ahead and see if you can't find his Keyfob in the safe. By the way, has Apostle Paul gotten us the cloner yet or not? Uh, yes. I uh, will say that arrived this morning through one of his uh, <laughs> one of his members, gang members. Hmm. Okay. Sorry, I am back. I don't know what happened there. Right, roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds like we have a plan. Yep. What you mentioned, Richard, is that uh, Apostle Paul's one of his uh, gang members did bring the uh, bring the device that play be able to copy. Uh, the data, uh, not decrypt it, but copy it. Uh, what data? Sorry, off the, the off the hard drive. Yeah, off, off of the USB. We can make the drive. The data. Yes. Right. Yes. I, I was suggesting that if I had something that could copy the data off of the um, off of the gym uh, computers, that would be great because I'm not excellent with computers. I'm okay. I'm not brilliant. That would be uh, trying it's to pick up my, some resources. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've got a special it's, thing for it? Well, it's one of my skill chips is for using computers. I'm not good with them naturally. Okay. I'm no hacker. I'm no uh, Razor Wars. That was his name, yes. Yes, sir. 
All right. Uh, so you've got uh, you've got cyberware. You've got a skill chip. Uh, that's what you're saying. So you've got a skill chip to use to to hack in. Do you have anything for data storage? No, that is what I was. I, I need something like that. Well, that's uh, inconsequential, copy. really. That's just you have a thumb drive or whatever. Given the amount of data, I don't know. Well, yeah, okay, I guess in this day and age, yeah, sure, whatever. It's yeah. the future! Yep. Uh, assuming you actually are in the system, uh, copying over the data onto just something you buy off the Walmart shelf is just fine. <laughs> uh, copying encrypted data requires some specialty equipment, and that's what a possible Paul had come up with for the drive in question off of Dr. Stone. Uh, but just for basic data holding, no problem, you can start... Stop by the local Walmart, pick up a thumb drive, or the equivalent thereof. Or a handful, if you're worried it's not one is not enough. Yeah, yeah actually, you're, you're. I'm more concerned about the speed, really. I guess because uh, I'm only going to have a few minutes in order to do it. Yeah, everything uses less. light pipe, uh, is, is what I'm calling it, which is it, it's it's very it's, it's essentially normally instant. It, it's very very fast. Uh, if you have to do it over Wi-Fi, a little bit slower. Um, do you have a non-internal pan? Like, uh, is your cell phone essentially just a brick, or do you have it internal? Uh, I've got. Sorry, so I've got a cell phone rather than yeah. integrated communications devices. Perfect. Yes. Then your cell phone will have it built in. It's got a little cable pull out, stick in, so you don't really need anything else. S- sorry for what? For just storing data. Your cell phone will do everything. Okay, all right, okay. It, no, I, I, I have cheap, crappy, disposable phones. I, I'm not going high-tech. I change them two, three times a week. Yeah. So. No problem. Right. Yeah, even a crappy phone would have this in it now by as an app. Oh, like future. Yeah. Future time. <laughs> so as a matter of fact, those phones are probably not only disposable, but they're probably recyclable. Like... <laughs> Stick it in a bin and it just breaks it down to its constitute parts and just reassembles a new one. <laughs> That's what big business wants you to think happens. <laughs> they actually take all your data off of there. Well, of course they do. So, yeah. Occasionally, your burner phones have weird pictures on them that you didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Thinking about it, I wonder if. All right, so we're going to do this. I go in as Polly's guest. We work out at the gym for a while, and then I sign up for the thing. Cookie, can you create something that I could slip into somebody's sports drink or something that would cause them to have a fit or something out there in the thing, which would cause all the staff to be distracted in dealing with that? There is no staff. Yeah, there's no staff at all there. It's automated facilities. Completely. Oh, okay. You only have to worry about other guests. I can still mm. make something. <laughs> She's like, please let me make something. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the bigger the distraction, the less likelihood I will be seen by other guests rather than staff. Then. So you can you can great. have some of the of the sedatives to take with you. I've I've adjusted the formula since spring. Possible. <laughs> sure, that that'll work. Yes. That way, if someone walks in on you, just spritz them. Well, yes. 
You can spray it into a drink. Whatever you need. Alright. Argos is just gonna, in his way, cast in a wide net so I can say, this is what when I did such and such so I can use this hold later. That's what he has the rest of his day. So, what is everybody doing while Polly sleeps? <laughs> Setting up a string of firecrackers. Yeah. The totally creepy thing, which instantly sprang to my mind as Jack was watching her. You <laughs> watching her sleep. <laughs> he wasn't the one that pointed out that she was purring. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, you got mine. You got anything, Katie? Uh, cookie? Uh, no. I can just always have something to tinker with. And the I don't have a part to play in these next couple of things, so... I'll be tinkering. You can always play a part. You just have to uh, think how you can support other people in their actions. Whether that be coming up with a technological solution to some plot uh, or story-driven narrative problem we're running into, or whatever you can, your devious little mind can think of. <laughs> well, I did give Jack some spray. Well, there you go. That's one thing. <laughs> um, I think I w- during the mission, but that's going to be when we get to the mission. Yeah. Which, since all like, of us... Polly's sleeping, there's nothing to do but play. Oh, I mean, we can do more research on the on the firm, I guess, or... Well, you have to... We have to have better resources than just medical journals and stuff that I have access to. I mean, I don't mind going down there and... Do you do you know what he what the doctor is? He he's studying. Well, he's studying um, life extending stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. All that the internet's gave me. Or we could go try and um, follow the assistant around, Emily. I was worried about getting one swab off her door when she arrives for work one day. That's all I needed. Well, they're already there at work, so we could go do that now if we want to do that while Polly is sleeping. Well, they share a parking lot. Can I declare I draw? I can go. All right. Uh, so you guys have spent probably a couple of hours hashing things out. Um, Polly's asleep. Uh, you've thrown some things out there, uh, checking out Emily's apartment while she's at work, potentially. You can go into the gym at any point you want to. Um, well, once Polly's awake, unless someone else wants to sign up for a gym membership. No, I want a somebody else there as backup. Right. I think we can go ahead and skip to the mission and then find out anything that we, we can clarify now when we get there. So what do you want to handle? Um, the, there are a couple of things we've tossed out. Going to the gym and checking out Emily's uh, residence. Uh, which of those do you want to... I wasn't going to worry about her residence. Okay. And I will remind everybody... Uh, or her car. <laughs> Someone else brought that up too. Getting yeah. They're, They share a parking lot. Yeah, uh, the the like, institution and the gym share. Actually, they share the same building as well as the same parking lot. Show up a little early, meander through, take a swab off the doors. They're going, and they can bring that back when they come. Uh, I will also remind everybody that Doctor Stone has a mysterious pet of some kind that we don't know what it is. Isn't it multiple kinds of food he's been buying? Four yes. pets. Yeah, he's been buying everything. Yeah, I, I think they're experimenting on animals. Bingo. 
I mean, what proves you can make something live long than making a goldfish live like, years? Long term experimentation. Goldfish is floating around a bowl. Every once in a while, you see a sign in its fin that says, Kill me! That's what's happened second. I'm surprised that it has a sign in its fin. <laughs> Take it away, Polly. And Polly wakes up at the crack of four o'clock. <laughs> Stretches out. Sight to behold. Uh, she takes a quick shower mm-hmm. at some facility that we have in the mall. Uh, and she moseys on down to her, uh, to Bulldog, her souped up SUV that now has a full, uh, character profile. <laughs> it has a brand new license plate and uh, new registration. <laughs> All right. Uh, she contacts, uh, Jack to con- uh, come down with her. There when you wake up. Literally, right there, in your room, staring <laughs> at you. <laughs> well, I didn't think we had rooms in this place, did we? Yeah, it's, it's it more just, like... Uh, we, it's all closed off now. So you guys yeah, have, uh, Polly has commandeered a... Yes. Uh, what probably was going to be a music store at one point, and she has commandeered it and taken it for her own. It might have been a hot topic, we're not entirely sure. Uh, or the store owners weren't sure what they were going for either. It never got completed either way, so it's moot. She wakes up, it's like, take a picture, it'll last longer, and throws a pillow at him. Before, you know, leading off towards the car to drive on down. Uh, She sends a message out to uh, the group and just to inquire if anybody else is coming. I'll go. Awesome! Let's get our work on, girl. We gotta uh, maintain these figures. And Argos, were you going as well, or are you taking separate transport? You said something about swiping some uh, some DNA off of Emily's handle. I was just gonna someone to meander through that part of the parking lot and hit it, put it in a tube, and put it in your pocket. Yeah, I was okay. gonna do that. All right, fair enough. So Argos, you're staying back by at the base then. Yep. All right, sounds okay. good. All right, we will switch scenes then as you uh, get into the city proper. Uh, again, who has legal sins and who doesn't? Uh, because these are checked as you're going into essentially the downtown high-rent districts. Uh, whether Polly has a legal sin or not is moot. Well, not moot, but uh, she has a fake sin that will pass. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what and I said. We'll say it's legal. Okay. I'll, I'll just put this in a note, so for uh, it'll be, you have a legal sin, okay? Uh, but uh, it'd probably be just on the vehicle itself, wouldn't it, that they're nope. checking? No, they, they check vehicles and people. Uh, they, they don't stop anyone. It's all automated as you go through. You know, If you have a legal sin or even if you have a very good fake sin, uh, essentially your PAN, your, your cell phone, if you want to call it that, uh, sends off a tracking signal everywhere you go. So anyone in this society could be tracked because of that. Uh, whether it's actually real information about who you are is up to you. Well, us being professional criminals and all, we'd all know how to get around that, wouldn't we? Of course. You can have fake sins to various uh, well-stocked and backgrounded personalities, or they can be like uh, just also, one, one use and burn that won't stand up to like serious looking, but we'll get also, you through most things. Well, can't we just have a method to just block such automatic tracking? Yes, anyone can turn it off, uh, but the, it's also like, 
uh, Richard, I'm, I'm sure you're not familiar with this, but some of the others of you living in the States may be. If you live in a state that has open carry uh, license for your guns, if you're walking around town with a rifle slung over your shoulder, it may be legal, but you're still going to get stopped. And they are going to question you. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. It's not illegal to not broadcast your sin, but it gives reasons for police and law enforcement to have a little chat with you. Yeah, uh, but because you're suspicious at that point. But if uh, no one besides the driver is broadcasting, they're not going to stop a vehicle. Yes, they will. Uh, because they can definitely well, tell can... there's multiple people in the vehicles. And if they're only getting one send broadcast, they may stop you. They don't They don't have to. I mean, again, you're not breaking a law, but it does make you look suspicious. Well, they can't see into this vehicle. Yes, they can. How? <laughs> but how are they seeing into this Scans. Uh, and if you don't, if you have your vehicle made so the scans can't get through your car, then that's highly suspicious as well. I don't buy highly it. vigilant society <laughs> as far as their their wealthy districts go. Just as a game mechanics uh, audience, this is a GM uh, decision, and yes, we're it is. With, yeah, <laughs> uh, not actual part of the uh, default system, uh, which we're all happy with anyway. Uh, this is just us being cool, slick. Uh, Shadow. Th- this is just an extension of what happens today. If you look at any of the car cams that are posted anywhere, and why most states will only allow a certain percentage of tenting, it's so that they know how many people are in each vehicle as you go through those traffic cams. <laughs> uh, how are they? Uh, what are the scans actually of? Are we like talking microwave, radio wave, uh, millimeter radar? Probably a combination of different things. Uh, nothing hazardous. Uh, and it's certainly, if your pans aren't on to broadcast, they couldn't tell who you are, just that there are multiple people in the car, you know, seeing silhouettes, that sort of thing. Video technology is going to be the, the number one thing. Uh, again, there's, uh, if you have completely blacked out windows, uh, again, not illegal, but suspicious. But these are uh, specifically at, like, checkpoints and such. Yep, yep, exactly. I mean, they can't be, like, blanketing the whole city with that. No, just in key locations. Uh, Checkpoints going in and out of the downtown area, which is where all the, you know, all the really expensive places are. Okay, that that's the only thing I was worried about. No, no, it does. Certain intersections next to banks, they might have them. Uh, But no, no, it's, it's, that's too... It's not really expensive to have these things up, but it is uh, it is intensive data. It's a lot of data. So they only put them in key locations. Is it uh, feasible for Polly to just kind of bypass most of these? Um, yeah, yeah, for the because, most. Uh, out of habit, uh, she'd probably choose a path that would take her and her crew through the least amount of checkpoints. Right. Uh, and you've worked this out in the past, having to come downtown. You've got it down to one checkpoint. Uh, that you're going to have to pass, uh, and they do they do passive surveillance. Uh, so they'll check for pan numbers being sent out. They'll check your car's number, of course, um, and fo- and uh, photographic. So like they'll they'll take camera angles of into the car, etc. Again, uh, if you've got you know near complete blacked out windows, it won't show anything on that. Uh, it may look suspicious, but I think you've also said the car looks very sleek, like expensive. Uh- uh- the, this car is, uh, well, the tags and descriptions it has is, let's see, where did I put it? Right, uh, in moves. It is powerful looking, aggressive, it, workhorse, and guzzler. Right, yeah, so they might even uh, expect that it's some kind of uh, governmental vehicle as well. 
uh, entirely possible. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, if you were driving a vehicle that had bullet holes in it and you had completely blacked out windows, expect you're going to be stopped. You know, in the car that you've got, yeah, if you were going, breaking the speed limit with people come by, you know, and there's, there's reports of a car being fired upon or firing from, then you might be stopped. But it looks legit enough that you're not going to be stopped just because. Yep, and it is. They'll like, only notice you after something happens. Exactly. Yeah. When they're exactly. going through footage. Yeah, it's very noticeable at that point. Yeah, it probably is uh, very similar to government type vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we get to the gym. Polly uh, steps out, uh, skips along, has a gym bag slung over her shoulder. She looks like she's ready to uh, sweat it to the oldies. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I, I didn't get the rest of the responses. Jack, uh, you oh. sin, or did you have a, a good... Uh, uh, I have burn- a lot of uh, cheap burnable sins. Okay. Uh, so which one do you normally have broadcasting, if any? Just a cheap sin broadcasting? A, a, cheap, a cheap burnable one. Okay. Won't stand up to high scrutiny, but yeah. but we'll get you through checkpoints yep. like this. Yep. Okay. And Polly, you Polly said you have a, a good uh, fake sin. Yep. Okay. She's a twenty-three-year-old art student. Yep. And this is normally broadcasted. Yes. Okay. Good enough. Um, Actually, uh, I, I'll take that back. Uh, what her broadcast and what is broadcasted from the vehicle. Is two different ones. Sure. Uh, The vehicle has to be switched out a lot. So her personal one is very robust. But uh, the one that's attached to the vehicle uh, is going to be easily, you know, she changes the plates a lot. Oh, sure. No problem. Again, so that would be uh, that would be a relatively cheap cheap send for the car. But she has a good one. No problem. Still gets you through most traffic stops without an issue. Um, So you arrive at the gym. Uh, it is a bit busier today, uh, well, at this time, because you're coming in around noon, people go to the gym, uh, during their lunch break, have a quick bite, uh, afterwards or, you know, during sports drink, whatever. But there are far more people in the lot today, uh, looking through the windows. Uh, you can see there are several people that are on the treadmills or on the various machines. It looks pretty full. Okay. Uh, and we've, uh, arrived about an hour before... Uh, Dr. Stone is expected to leave work. Okay, so you want to get there around uh, 5 o'clock? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, it's going to be a little less crowded, but still a crowd here. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we're expecting to be there before he, uh, you know, comes to the gym potentially, but not suspiciously long before there. Mm-hmm. Also, if you did the once over on the parking lot, you see that Emily's car is parked in her parking space. Uh, if it's the description of her car, and this would be the time she would be at work. That's where I'm going. All right. Uh, let Cookie out. Yep. You may have to get another ride home if you need to leave in a hurry. Bye. Have <laughs> <laughs> fun. Don't All right. blow anything up. Really? Unless you have to. Unless I have to, okay. Or it's fun. Rules Jack lives by. <laughs> so Polly waltzes into the place like she owns the, uh, owns the entire gym, uh, uh, waves Jack in as her guest and all that. Okay. Uh, uh, you get a message on your pan just saying that uh, you've arrived at X, X time uh, with one guest. Uh, 
Jack, if you have your send broadcasting, then your your cheap cover will come through as you know this is your guest. Now, uh, is this system tracking our pans or us? Your pans. Okay, so Jack can like put his pan down and yep, uh, essentially be kind of invisible to the system. A lot of people have their pans embedded. Uh, though, uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of hard to take out pieces of your skull. Uh, but for people like Jack and yourself, uh, if you keep an actual cell phone, then yes, you can just toss it in a locker, etc. Um, Jack isn't given his own locker. Uh, you'll have to share yours. No, he won't because he has <laughs> to go to the men's side. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Polly's all ready, and she's going to spend. Uh, few uh, minutes on the treadmill, uh, warming up. Then she goes off, does some yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, she collects some stairs. People. <laughs> some, some. Uh, some. There are a lot of fit-looking people in here who have had some obvious cosmetic surgery done as well. Uh, generally, people who use the gym are into that <laughs> sort of thing as well. So, uh, while uh, while Polly is uh, a good-looking member of this society, there are several others here as well. Um, Jack, uh, you do uh, confirm Polly's uh, original suspicion that this is a completely automated system. Whenever you walk by a machine, uh, your pan will light up with information on how to use the machine. Um, whenever you go by like a vending machine, et cetera, it tells you what the, what is currently in the machines, how much things cost. Uh, so it, the whole thing is designed to, uh, track by your pan, give you information on certain things. Uh, you have an email sent to you as well, uh, regarding like what it would cost to join the gym, the things the gym's features, et cetera, et cetera. So you get the whole welcome packet that's sent to you as well. And they do have, um, virtual overlay gym uh partners if you need someone to instruct you you know it just you know you, you're the only person that would see it but uh, you feel like you have your own personal trainer there hmm. interesting yeah it's a very expensive gym first month is uh half price uh, for people to decide if they like it after that uh you probably couldn't afford to keep coming i was here. gonna say <laughs> even half price is too much yes <laughs> so yeah uh Jack spends a lot of time working out on the, uh, well, running on the treadmill. Okay. He's got, <laughs> he's got a decent pair of sneakers, uh, specifically for running away. Yes, I so, imagine yep. so. Um, I also imagine as you're walking around, you're kind of casing the place, right? Uh, um, yeah, I guess I'm looking for the closest access point that I can get to for hooking sure. up. Uh, unless you've got your own move for it, then give me a plus mind roll. Kind of look around the place. Um, wouldn't it be assess instead? Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at this as maybe a research role. Um, as he's kind of like scoping the place out, he's not really looking for anything uh, hidden per se. He's uh, like you know, there are cameras over there. You know, this may be where this is. That sort of thing. Uh, what were you thinking for a move? Assess. I was thinking more research, but I would buy assess if you think Jack research would be seems more. Research to be the who, what's, wins, and where's. Uh, I know I've got something. I know there is a move for the uh, your whole uh, generating move for the infiltrator. No, not that one because I don't think that really comes into it when you're um, 
assessing the place. I know there is one for when you are assessing it, but I don't have that. You mean the basic moves? No, you're saying the infiltrator oh. has a special move. Yes, but it's not or it might be a bonus to the thing. No. When you take the time to examine locations for security weaknesses, yeah. That's yeah, that's a special move that I do not have not taken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is really what I would uh what are the basic moves? Assess or research seem to be the most uh obvious ones in this case. Um Yeah. When you closely study a person, place or situation. So yeah. I am not investigating a place using a That's library true. dossier yeah. or a database. Yeah. So yeah, if I am so, looking, I'm looking around to try and get a good feel for the area, pay attention to the people. Oh, look, that guy over there has just been running on the treadmill, so now he's going to move over there, which means there's a gap in the... Everybody is going to mm-hmm. be away from this area. Sounds good. Really uh, before you roll, let's. Uh, I just want to try it this way, just uh, for sake of, of flow. What uh, What are you uh, trying to figure out as you're looking around? Like, uh, for one, uh, just as an example, for instance, you know there is a computer system tracking people and offering up uh, information. Uh, so finding out where the main server is or how to connect to it might be something you would look for specifically. Yeah, that that is what I am looking for. That and where. Well, there's nobody else here, so I don't need to look for a gap in here. opportunity. Yeah, I, what I'm looking for is the what, the place that is furthest away from the maddening crowds, for mm-hmm. want of a better term there, so that when somebody in the main area collapses and <laughs> people rush over to help out, as they will want to do, being good citizens and not at all gritty sci-fi people, that I will be essentially alone, or at least as far away from the action as possible. Okay. Give me a plus edge roll, then. Yeah. Yep. Barely. Okay. Uh, Then one of your questions can be answered. So which one do you want answered? Was he the one this? Sorry? Was he using the distraction of someone collapsing when he did this, or...? No, this is before the... Okay. The, uh, ...the opportunity. This is assessing the situation before. Um... Where can I gain the most advantage is really what I'm looking for there. Okay. Um... You're able to spot uh, video video cameras and the scan cams uh, easily enough. They don't even attempt to hide them. Um, and you notice that they are all kind of got surface-mounted cabling. Uh, and they all run, run along junction boxes. And you're just kind of following it with your eyes while you're on the treadmill. Um, they kind of round the corner and they head out towards where <coughs> the uh, facilities are. So, like, the restrooms and showers. Um and as you go down the hallway, you know, as you're passing by from one machine to another, uh, you notice at the very back wall, and this is the wall that will sh- it shares a wall with the medical facility. Uh, there's essentially a metal cube on the wall, box on the wall, which is your junction box, uh, your lights, your electricals, etc. And it looks like all the data runs into that too. 
Uh, it is an area that is not easily viewable uh, from the main part. Uh, even if you were to step out at either one of the restroom facilities, you would have to round the corner uh, to be able to see that box. So that box would give you access to data, lights, everything. And it also puts you out of the direct line of sight for anyone that's actually using the gym. All right. Okay. That is that is where I'll make my uh, attack then, I guess. Okay. Uh, uh. So... Uh, I'll go and find Polly and tell her my plan of attack. Sorting on over, talking to her. I will buy a couple of bottles of water from the vending machines. Oh my god, they cost that much? Jeez. <laughs> we better be getting paid well for this thing. Mm. Uh, just remember to be uh, to find out which locker is his. Okay, and um, what the and getting the bottles of water, um, the idea is to put stuff into one of one of uh, them so that somebody can, somebody will pick it up and drink it and collapse. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to look. Um, hmm. You are a stealthy you, cat burglar, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you could get somebody to drink this though, Polly? And then you could be standing right over them to make a big fuss when. Do we uh, need to get out of the line of sight? Uh, frankly, you don't even really need the distraction unless people are actually looking at you. I want the distraction so that they're not just to be on the safe side. You know, I could just go over there and drop some weights. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm leaving it The after effects of my new sedatives. <laughs> He's also under orders to observe how they feel when they wake up. I did not like how grumpy Apostle Paul was. <laughs> is that a side effect or is that a, <laughs> is that just a personality? Yeah. Uh, isn't swapping uh, stuff clandestine like more your area of expertise anyhow? Swapping stuff? Being super sneaky, ninja-like. I mean, yeah, we, I can do it that way. I wasn't thinking of it happening that way, but sure. I mean, I, I could use my southern charms. I'm not su- just saying. All right, I'll, sure. I'll, I don't want to pull I'll undo. Do all the, I'll do all the work on this portion, as usual. I mean, you just go back to your... Whatever it is you're doing over there. I don't hey, even hey, know. I don't complain when I have to do the driving. You like. Well, get out of the jo- business if you don't like what you're doing. Uh, I got racquetball to play anyhow. And uh, Polly just flounces off to go play racquetball. <sighs> All right, Jack, you're, you're left sad. holding the bottle of water. <laughs> All right, well, yep. I go. I find, else I find somebody else who has uh, a bottle of water, and I swap them so that they will collapse. I uh, make sure they're out of, or as far away from my point of entry as possible, and then sure. Um, unless you've got uh, something that allows you to do like sleight of hand, just make a quick 
act under pressure roll just to make sure that no one sees you swapping I out the water. Anything that would help me in that instance? Act under pressure. Puk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So uh, you go to swap out uh, the water, and uh, there's a a very fit, intense-looking gentleman who is uh, grunting out reps on a, <laughs> on a weight machine as you're as you're passing by, and you, you know you're you're not doing it. Uh, you, know, you sit yours down next to it, make like you're you know you're you're drinking it, uh, and then you go to pick it up, but you pick up his instead, which was your intent. And as you begin to walk off, uh, the guy says, uh, "The guy says, hey, hey, you got the wrong bottle there." Hmm. He picks up your bottle oh. and he's bringing it over to you. Oh, this is yours. I don't, I don't know you, buddy. I don't want to catch anything from you. Uh, he's like, <laughs> saying I'm diseased? Uh, it looks you up and down. <laughs> How fit do you look? <laughs> um, I guess not. I can run. I, I look like I can run pretty well, but I've not got any muscles or anything. I mean, Does he fit? even lift? <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Like, do you even lift, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's rather intense. Uh, you kind of get the the feeling that this guy is uh, is uh, security, ex military. He's not too many people keep that very closely shaved haircut. Um, you know, he's got a very intense uh, look about him. Probably why he noticed that uh, the the pass off that you were going to do. He's probably got some kind of tra- training in that. It's like hey, you have a drink from it yet. Here, let's trade back. I'm sure, in man. contact since I'm listening on comms. Uh, what do you want to do? I'm going to declare that this person <laughs> is I have him in here somewhere. Albert oh. Santu, an Atlas security officer. <laughs> he and Argos go way back, so therefore Argos is going to give Jack information to. Deceive this guy into thinking that they actually have met before. Uh, if you don't mind him stepping on your scene, Richard, you can certainly do that. Um, I I don't know how comms would work, because that is not usually something that I would be wearing. That's right. You, don't have to do that. you are an infiltration expert, so it's easily believable that you have a small earpiece in your uh, ear. Up to you, though, Richard, whether you do or not while you're wa- you're pretending to be working out in the gym. Uh, it's just whether or not you want help in the scene. If you don't, then don't worry. Sure, why not? I, yeah, I guess going on a mission, I would be wired up, that sort of stuff. Okay. Uh, so Argo starts feeding, feeding you information on this guy. Uh, he recognized the voice uh, when you're... You know, the guy's not actually looking confrontational. He's looking more like uh, he, he's uh, he's a little concerned about uh, what might be lingering on the lip of this water bottle here. <laughs> he's like, oh, come on, bro. You haven't drank that yet. Here, just take yours back. Sure, sure. I'll swap back. Um, and what did you say his name was? Sorry. Albert Santu. Albert Santu. I know you from somewhere, though, don't I? You... Uh... You must have been in that thing that that I was at as well. Um, name's Al, Al Alfred, something. Oh, I'm terrible with names. I know, I know, I've must have been to the same. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. He puts out a hand. No. He wipes off the sweat on his hand, and he sticks his hand out to shake as he's handing you back here to water. Uh, sorry, Bub, I don't recognize you, but uh, I get around quite a bit. So we only met briefly at one of these things. He just made an impression being, looking, I mean, uh, you've just got, I've got one of those faces that blends into the crowd, so, and you stand out, so no reason for you to remember me. Yeah, yeah, he does the uh, <laughs> he does the little flex showing off his guns. He's like, yeah, got to keep it in shape, you know. He uh, pats the bicep, and says, "Yeah, this is what uh, this is what makes the paychecks right here." You working security for this place, or yeah, he well, just, not uh, for this place, I guess. He just kind of thumbs in the direction of the medical facility. He says, "Yeah, we get hired out uh, here every once in a while. Uh, they got their own security for the most part, but uh, they make uh, drop off and deposits. So I'm with the security team. I just off shifted. Uh, they gave us memberships here gratis. Hey, it's a great place. Couldn't afford this on my normal salary. I hear you. I'm just here as a guest myself, so." Just checking it out, but yeah, seeing the prices. <laughs> I mean, what I paid for this water is usually what I'd pay for a gym membership. He's like, yeah, I know, right? That's it's why you know I bothered you. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, my mistake. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the vending machines anyway. don't come uh, don't come uh, free. <laughs> you know, uh, so they're footing the bill for the membership and all. But uh, you know, showers cost, towels cost, man, they get you coming and going. Oh, but. So what line of work are you on again? Um, like you, security, but not uh, physical security like that. Um, check out places to make sure that they're um, secure rather than protected. Oh, I got you. Uh, surveillance, uh, net security, all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's not the most interesting line of work, but pays the bills. Yeah, we got a we got a Mr. Watson on our team that handles that for us. Uh, he he sold his membership here. Uh, you know, he's not the kind that would uh, give this place a you know a thought. You know, uh, he looks you over again. It's like, yeah, you're a runner, right? You get to build for it. Yeah, cross country, track, uh, urban running. They can't get out into the country that that much, but. Um, uh, I run where I can around the city. Just oh, that free running stuff. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. He just he just kind of nods and says he takes a sip out of his water this time. Says, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the hit the weights again. Nice seeing you. Maybe I'll see you around more often. Probably not here, but yeah, <laughs> maybe if I get in as a guest again. Right. Well, he, he nods and just goes back to his working out then. <clears throat> um, let's uh, shift scenes for a minute here. Yeah. Uh, Cookie, uh, so you found Emily's car. Uh, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's seen better days. It's, it's, uh, it's probably a good decade old. A uh, few fender benders here and there. She's had some replacement work done to it. It's got some good sturdy tires, though. She does take it off uh, off road occasionally. Uh, looking around, there is uh, a couple of cameras that just kind of cover the uh, parking lot as a whole. Uh, but there's nothing, like, there's no extra security here. Sorry, baby. There's a child in the trunk, apparently. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, there's a sign. Baby on board, in trunk. 
That's the warning chirp of the alarm system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, just a very so unassuming car. First, first I'll do um, my errand and wipe the, uh, the door handles to try and get some residue of Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to check and see what's inside her car. Okay. Uh, you can see it pretty easily. Looks like she spends a lot of time in it. It's really cluttered. The back seats are almost completely full of uh, discarded, worn clothing, extra shoes. Uh, she's got a couple of changes of clothing back there. A couple of boxes that have things like food bars, uh, a few things of water. In the seat, passenger side seat, there's a lot of like emptied wrappers for different foods. There's some styrofoam on the ground from the local fast food places. There's a couple of files in the seat as well, uh, like file holders. Ooh, can I get in her car? Uh, well, it, it's locked. Uh, how do you want to try and get in? Um, I don't know. I don't really have any skills to break things or break into things, seeing as I'm a tech. And she was asked not uh, to blow things up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was asked not to blow things up. Could I? Could I put poppers into the keyhole and pop the lock? That way? Because mm-hmm. I have poppers that, from waking uh, up Polly the other day. Okay, uh, that's possible. I tell you what. Um, uh, conceptually, her technical skill would extend to security systems, mm-hmm. hypothetically. Um, so I'm going to have you, uh, we'll just do an act under pressure. Uh, just roll plus cool. Okay. And basically, you've got these little uh, little wads of very small explosives. <laughs> Neat. Okay. Um, okay, uh, so, uh, yeah, it does. It, uh, there's a small explosion. Uh, again, this car is nothing, nothing special. Um, and it has seen a bit of wear and tear. So, uh, you, the, you hear a clunk from the inside of the, uh, the door frame. Uh, you think you probably just blew off the, the whole locking mechanism. That doesn't really bother me. <laughs> um, this is more of an oops. Okay. And I want to go in and get a better essence of Emily sampling from her dirty clothes um, than what may or may not be on the outside of the handle. <clears throat> okay. Um, so you start going, uh, riffling through, you know, you get a couple of article clothings and uh, just as you're, you know, you're take your head out of the back and you start looking towards the front, just in your peripheral vision, you can see that there's a couple of security officers heading your way. I'm going to grab the files. Okay. And leave. <laughs> okay. You're just going <laughs> to run. You're going to run for it. She's not very brave. <laughs> uh, we're just going to kind of like duck behind the cars and trying to, cause I'm sure they heard the pop. Um, can I tell if they've seen me? Uh, they're heading your direction, but they weren't, uh, they're not running or anything. Okay, so I'm gonna grab the files, maybe a sock or two, and then, um, try and sneak away. Um, okay. Sounds good. Um, let's see. So you rolled an eight, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so and here's what's I'm gonna, gonna happen. I'm gonna also stuff, like, Poppers in other people's cars too. <laughs> you know, okay, yeah, that'll, uh, that'll give you a distraction then. Uh, yeah. 
All right. Uh, so with that role, what happened is, uh, you know, you, you got what you were intending to do, but you did, uh, they did catch some, uh, some oddity on the video cam. They're coming out to investigate. You know, they, uh, saw you, uh, playing around the door handle. Um, and, you know, so they, they don't know. They don't know uh, exactly what's going on. You may be uh, a friend or something that was allowed to get into the car. They're coming out to check. Uh, so you grabbed the files and you said you're going to put them some more uh, charged uh, the explosives in some other cars as to, to give a distraction. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, as they're heading your way and you're kind of ducking between cars, trying to keep out of sight, some of your first poppers go off. Uh, and they, they do sound like small arms fire when you're really close, um, oh, no. although muffled. Uh, so they draw their guns um, and, you know, they're. Uh, they're very highly trained, uh, so they're covering each other as they go. They're starting to go down car by car, but they're going very slowly as more of these poppers are going off, and see more car alarms. Some car alarms are starting to go off now too. Uh, one explosion goes off in the side of the car instead of just the lock breaking. The whole door just uh, flies off uh, the hinge a little bit. Oh, no, itself. <laughs> smaller charges. <laughs> Right. Um, so I'm going to, uh, you will be able to, uh, to get away, um, as, uh, this, the other charges are causing a distraction for you to do so. Uh, but it has enhanced, uh, the security a little bit. So they think, uh, they may be under attack. They're not quite sure what's going on, but they're on their, they're on their communicators now. And, uh, so security is at a heightened level. That's what's going to end up happening from this. Uh, but you are able to, s- Sneak away, cross the street uh, in an intersection where some other people are crossing, blend in, uh, get to some department stores across the street. Now I have to walk home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Remember, you do have comms units, so you can talk to people uh, that are still wearing theirs. Uh, All right. So meanwhile, uh, let's uh, let's finish up in the gym then. you just finished talking uh, to this Atlas security guy, uh, Albert, uh, who's just gone uh, back to lifting. Uh, you've got this uh, bottle of water in your hand that's been spritzed a little bit. While outside, uh, car alarms start going off. Um, and it's just one at first, which no one really responds to. Uh, but then there's several of them going off. And people are starting to gawk and starting to come towards the window to see what's going on. All right. Well, if I am in the position I previously... Um, uh, scoped out. Is that? Are they still going to be? Uh, is it still as? Uh, is it going to be as unseen as before? Oh yeah, it's uh, actually giving you be- better cover with everyone better towards cover. the window. All right, well then, I guess I do it now. <clears throat> okay, uh, head to the back. I'll just put I'll just put the water bottle down as well, just so somebody else might come over and pick it up anyway. <laughs> nice. So we might get something out of it. Who knows? Okay, so, yeah, as expensive as that water is, heck yeah. Um. <laughs> Polly is panicked and going to see what's happening. Harlan's? Right. Oh, baby? God, no. Polly, Polly will pick up the water. What a horrible thing. <laughs> oh, free water. Uh, all right, so people are coming out of the locker rooms, too, and they're going to see what's going on, uh, which gives you even more clearance as you're going to the back. Okay, so you're at the control panel. Uh, this seems to be pretty standard. Um it's got uh, it's got a, a key that opens it up, but it's it's a very simple thing. You know, it's not like a grooved key. It's more like a a key that's just got like a certain little hook on the end, kind of like handcuff keys or, or etc. Uh, it's a very simple tool that I'm going to say you, being an infiltration specialist, has no problem to to pull off the front of that thing. Um, looking inside, you've got access to power, you got access to comms, to video cams, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And more importantly, uh, there's the CPU right there. Um, so this is the main computer controlling 
the systems that are offering up all the advertisements and keeping track of the heart rates and all that. It's it's right inside this box. All right. Well, then I find the appropriate slot on the thing. I try to put my extension in there. Oh, flip it over. Nope, still doesn't flip it back again. Why is that always the way? And then start to download all the data that's on there. Okay, uh, so you do have to, you still have to hack into it. It has some basic protection. Uh, You've got a skill saw for that, right? Yes, to help me uh, deal with computers. All right. And uh, so does that give you a specific specific move, or does it allow you to do a move? No, it's it's a basic plus one on whatever role it is. Okay. So I don't know. Let's have a look. Okay, this is not a matrix action because it's actually uh, it's not it's not a, a system or a subsystem. This is the actual server you're getting into itself. Uh, maybe maybe it, research. I would uh, think it, if it doesn't uh, resolve to a basic move because some things just don't. Yeah, active uh, pressure. You is can uh, determine just a uh, role for a particular aspect or stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, in this case, we'll go ahead and do it as uh, a mind stat. Um, as you're in, you'll get your bonus from your skill soft. Oh, oh, I see that I am not the most mindful person in the world. So, um, there's one. There's one with a with a zero. So there we go. That is Good. with the plus one vectored in already. So I make it. Another one because he's acting according to the plan. Mm, oh yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, I mean, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, it's so. still in the same range. It's below ten, but over seven. Yes. So, so, all right. Um, so seven or nine. Basically, and, I'm looking to get intel from that. Yes. Really. Uh, so yes, you're so. down. You download the intel. Woo. I'm going to say that uh, with with an 8, what's going to go on, and and you're kind of rushed for time. So you're just going to download all the infos. Uh, You don't have time to pick out his specific... That was was my plan all along, just go for everything. Because who knows when more information might be useful. Also, I can manipulate the figures so that it looks like I was fitter than Polly was. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, okay, uh, you've got the information. Uh, it just takes a few moments for you to download it all. Uh, you fit the panel back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys at the front window looking through. Uh, you have their security teams are in the parking lot. Uh, they have weapons drawn, and they're kind of looking under and around cars. Uh, there's, you know, there's about half a dozen security guards in the parking lot. Uh, does my vehicle look secure? Yeah, they're not around your vehicle. Uh, it's more of the parking lot closer to the research mm-hmm. facility that they're poking around. <clears throat> um, so this goes on for quite a while. And as this is going on, uh, since you guys got here right uh, an hour before uh, Dr. Stone arrives, Dr. Stone is actually uh, coming around the facility. He's got a, uh, you know, he's kind of looking around. He's talking to a few of the officers. Uh, he's, he comes down to the front door and comes in. So he's in the gym? He's in the gym. Yep. A uh, few of the people here know him, and he just kind of nods, and he heads off to the uh, restrooms to change. And we'll say, Jack, you're coming out of that back area as he's coming towards you. Uh, whatever Jack is doing, Polly moves to the racquetball court to be there when he arrives. 
Okay. Uh, in which case, Doctor Stone goes into the the uh, men's room. Uh, a few minutes later, he comes out dressed, headband. He's got some shorts on. Uh, he's got his own racquetball um, racket, and he goes and uh, he's. I'm gonna say, yeah, you. So he goes to a court adjacent to Polly's, uh, and he's apparently uh, he takes one of the empty ones and he goes in. And Polly just uh, finishes up a massive smash to feed her virtual reality opponent. Goes, yes! Shouts, does a little dance uh, and a little trash talk to the virtual reality. The virtual reality opponent is set to level one, so it's this hunchback with one leg and a broken arm. <laughs> Take that, Igor! In your face! In your face! Uh... And uh, so she's doing her little victory celebration. Uh, if she were playing American football, she would be uh, have a be called for excessive celebration. Mm-hmm. She does a little walk like the Egyptian, uh, does some little strut stuff. The little hunchbacked AI is just giving you golf clap. <laughs> very good, very good, man. Very good. <laughs> All right, uh, Jack. Uh, so yeah, he's come out. He's played racquetball. Polly, you're still playing. Um, yeah, you're finishing up. Uh, you gonna do anything, Jack? Um, well, I wanted to go into the place just to look to see which um, uh, locker he used, mm-hmm. but there's no point breaking into it right now. Uh, I think we actually planned for this. So you have the clone. I didn't think I had the clone thing with me. I said I you did. Did That's I? the whole purpose of bringing you here. It's off chance. It happens to show up. Okay. All right. I look around and surprised that it is in my locker and go, oh, okay. Let's see if I can open this thing now and get it all done at the same time. Then. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, you can get his locker number from the information you just downloaded. Uh, and two, the internal systems actually keep track of the security system on the lockers because it's owned by the facility, not by the particular person. Um, so you actually have his code to get into his locker. Uh I tell nobody this. And <laughs> when the tale telling will be happening at the end of this mission, yeah, it was really complex to break into this place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pop, open yeah, locker. pop it open and see Take a look in inside. There. Uh, there is a duffel bag there. His cloth is, uh, clothing is tidily and neatly folded. Uh, his work shoes, everything, his tie is, is, uh, is, is all there, very pristine. There's a big uh, key ring, metal key ring laying right on top. And you see the fob. It's got the, uh, the, the cartoon anime-ish uh, black fob. Uh, but its feet and legs are missing. Uh, and you look at it, and it looks like what you've got is the sheath, uh, and the the data piece is not in it. Hmm. We're connected by comp. Well, I... And now he stares at it. <laughs> I think vaguely about swapping the sheaths, because that would at least be a partial success, but probably not what I would like. Would not help. So, have a quick rifle through the bags, if it Happens to be there, trying desperately not to disrupt anything else that's there, so that it doesn't. So he doesn't realize he's been searched. <coughs> you also find uh, a cell phone. Uh, it looks like that he also has doesn't uh, have his implanted. 
Uh, it's even more basic than yours, actually. Although it's not a burner fa- uh, style, it's you know it's a fashionable one. It's just not got a lot of extras. All right. Well, copy the contents of his phone onto my phone. Any messages, etc., that's on there that might give us a idea of what's going on there. So we get a list of all his contacts, any messages he sent, files and stuff, which mm-hmm. is still on the phone. Uh, uh, much simpler than uh, you expected, actually, because uh, when you plug it in, you're expecting you're going to have to find out what his personal password, etc. is. Not password locked. No. If he needs something where it doesn't require any thought from him to have uh, his most important data encrypted, I expect he would forget any sort of password that he had. Uh, it also so. seems like he's not uh, hes not a very social person and doesn't use this phone much, apparently. Uh, it's got five contacts listed to it. Three of them are work extension numbers. Uh, one is the brewery pub, um, and one looks like Emily's phone number, or pan number. And that's all that's in it. No text messages, nothing like that? Uh, yes, it has a few text messages back and forth. He talks to Emily. There's several of them in there where uh, interns and various other doctors have sent him a few messages. But either he doesn't interact this way uh, often, or this is not his primary form of communication. Hmm. Uh, there's just so very little in there. Well, copy the stuff anyway, just to be on the just to be on the safe side just in case there's something that we can use later lock it all back up I guess and get get dressed change out of my gym clothes etc and then go and find Polly I'll sit and wait for her to be ready to go, I guess. And by this point, Polly has easily beaten another virtual reality opponent, one arm behind her back, and she's like, these these virtual opponents are no big deal. Uh, looking over to the other guy in the uh, racquetball court, which uh, coincidentally is only Dr. Stone, say, hey mister, do you feel like you're up to a game? Uh, actually, uh, you, it's, uh, have you ever been to modern racquetball courts where they have like the, the perspex glass where you can see into the courts, but they all, you have to lock the doors because the balls bounce off of the doors as well. I have uh, not so, actually, Okay, but well, yes, you can, can see, see him easily. and he's really good. I mean, he's making some phenomenal hits and smashes for such a large guy. He moves quickly, uh, but he cannot hear you. Uh, you would have to actually open his door to interrupt with, uh, to interrupt him, uh, and it's quite dangerous with that speed of that ball being volleyed in there. Okay, uh, so uh, Polly then takes the approach of watching him, looking very impressed, doing golf claps uh, at you know ends of serves and uh, whistling and doing some rah 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 hooting and howling. Okay. Uh, uh, he seems to be really focused uh, and isn't paying any attention to you. But what you do notice is that he does have uh, on his upper uh, left bicep, uh, there's a bit of uh, componentry up there. It's got a little, a little readout display. And every once in a while, he'll glance down at it. Uh, on his upper arm? Yes. Uh, below his sleeve, or I presume? It would be a, it would, If you were wearing a short sleeve shirt, you would not be able to see it. 
Okay, so it's over his shirt, or has he got a tank top on? Uh, no, it's it's on his it's on his arm, and he's wearing a tank top. Okay. Uh. So, uh, Polly waits till the end of a game, and then she's clapping, and then uh, knocks on the door. Okay. Uh, Jack, by this time, uh, you're finished in the locker room. Uh, he turns around, he sees you there, and uh, he says something to you, which you can't hear uh, through the glass. It's very thick. Uh, he's mumbling something. He seems to be pointing at a watch. Um, little little unclear as to what he's saying but uh you you kind of you kind of guess that he's saying that you know I've got you know, I've got time left or whatever he, he expects that maybe you're looking to get into the court uh he's not really looking around him when you do that but he goes right back to lobby lo- lobbying the ball around with his uh you know racket starts you know he's broken up a serious sweat this guy is moving just re- for again it's just astounding for his size because he's kind of bulky he's got kind of a belly um it definitely looks like he's uh, well into middle age but he is moving so quickly and smoothly across the court uh <laughs> Polly shrugs and walks off uh but before she does she tries to determine if that uh, equipment on his arm looks waterproof. Uh, you can't tell that from here, but you would assume it must be because he's sweating profusely and it's doing skin-to-skin contact. Uh, I mean, can you tell that a watch is waterproof from looking at it across the room? No, you can't. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, it's as finished as a watch would be. Yes, okay. yes. Doesn't have like any exposed teeth. Bits or pieces or anything. No, it looks like it's a big screen, um, and it may have some buttons on it. Um, you know, it's uh, it's about four inches long. It covers uh, pretty much his entire upper bicep. Polly hmm. uh, shrugs and goes off. Uh, she she's going to bet that it pro- he's probably not taking it into the shower with him. Uh, but uh, she uh, goes out and. Sees Jack there. All right. Uh, let's get other people involved now. Um, so, like, Jack, you, you pick up your pan. Uh, and Polly, I expect that you're always in contact with everyone. Yes. Uh, so, Polly is now saying, I believe he might have the device on him. Uh, we have a good shot. Uh, Jack, are you there? Yes. Look. Sorry, sorry. You never mind. Uh, let me guess. Uh, he didn't leave it in his locker. It's not in his locker. No. Uh, we have one more shot right now. Uh, try to uh, be ready for when he goes to take a shower. See if he puts it in the locker at that time. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying, yes. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go hit the showers myself. Uh, he should be done. Uh, he mentioned, uh, he motioned that he had time, right? Uh, so there's a countdown clock or something? Uh, if you start looking around or if you ask uh, the facility, uh, yes, he's got another, you know, five minutes. Well, I, I'll judge based, uh, based off my own games. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, he'll. Uh, and judging from his schedule that he meticulously keeps, uh, he should be hitting the gy- showers in about five minutes if you want to be in position. And uh, Polly herself hits the showers. 
Okay. Uh, while you two go in the showers, Cookie, you're across the street. You're probably in uh, one of the department stores <laughs> kind of watching what's going on. Uh, you see there's you know, half a dozen security guards that are out in the lot, and they're scouring. They're looking under cars. They're looking around cars. Uh, some of them are walking over to the gym facility uh, and going in. I'm going to let the people inside know that um, I had a little accident, and uh, there's people with guns coming inside the facility. Wasn't my fault, though. I did not realize how much charge I put inside those little packets. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, Polly, uh, you hear that as you're showering, etc. Jack, uh, did you go into the men's room? Uh, or were you going to be already in there when he comes in? No. I'm sitting around waiting. I wait for him to leave. Okay. I give it a couple of minutes, and then I follow him in. Okay. Uh, if you give him a couple of minutes, then uh, he is already in the showers uh, when you walk in. I open up his um, thing again. Okay. Up his uh, locker and see if it's in there or not. Uh, you look at it, and uh, you know he's. Uh, it's not. It's still not in the unit. All of his other clothes are here. Uh, you know his gym clothes, etc. He's got a towel and a hook ready to use. Uh, what you don't see is uh, again when you saw him jogging at his place, he had this armband in place. Um, you know that's not so here. He always carries it. With him. Okay, that's more of a problem. Hmm. How do we arrange an accident where he loses his arm? Are you staying in the locker room? Right. Uh, no, I uh, shut it up and then I go back out and wait for Polly. Okay. Um, clockwise, uh, it is uh, 7.20 uh, when he is coming out freshly showered. Uh, still a little sweaty. Looks uh, you know very red like he's been exerting himself as he has been. Uh, there are some of the police uh, officers from the building next door. Uh, that are around, just asking some questions. Um, uh, and they seem to be uh, checking with the internal systems uh, of the gym. Uh, there's some guy that's, uh, actually, he's near that back plate in the wall that you were near recently, Jack. Uh, seems to be going over some data from that. Right. <laughs> um, you know, they're they're very uh, respectful. They don't have their guns drawn. Um, they seem to be asking some of the regulars uh, questions. And then uh, when the doctor comes out, uh, one of the officers comes out and says, uh, Dr. Stone, a moment, please. Uh, and he looks at his watch. He says, well, I, I can spare just a few. I've got to catch my tram home. He's like, oh, I- I'll walk with you, doctor. Uh, just a few questions, please. We had some uh, had something happen to the parking lot today. We just want to make sure. And that's about what you hear as he goes outside with this officer. Okay. Well, we were already moving outside towards our cars unless we're stopped and asked. You're questions. not. No. <laughs> I expect only to hear something happened in the parking lot and to rush out faster to check on the car. <laughs> uh, and Polly's do, making a big show of uh, looking over her vehicle to make sure it's not injured or uh, you know, sabotaged because sure. uh, she doesn't know what's going on and I'm sure some of the other people are doing the same. Yeah. Uh, of the officers, uh, one of the officers passing by tells you, uh, no worries, ma'am. Uh, it was confined to the parking lot over there closer to the facility. Uh, nothing over here was harmed. Oh, thank 
gosh. What happened? Well, he kind of shrugs. He says, uh, we're thinking some pranks. Uh, there wasn't a lot of property damage done. Uh, maybe a yeah, street gang, some young kids uh, causing some problems, trying to steal you know, things and- left in cars. Uh, you got the memo, uh, right? We did ask everyone uh, parking here to to not leave anything exposed uh, or that could be seen easily through the windows. Oh, he looks at your car and says, oh, no problems there, I see. <laughs> nice car. Not, not with my baby. Pats it on the hood. This this thing is like a tank, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Got, my daddy got it for me to, you know, protect his baby girl. Well, you know how it is. Uh, in, every, uh, in every neighborhood, good neighborhoods are bad. There's always, uh, there's either... Uh, a small uh, criminal underbelly, or people just uh, looking to blow off steam. We expected just expected just some children, uh, kids in the area, maybe a, a young street gang. Uh, shouldn't be any issues. But uh, he <clears throat> he hands you a card. He says, "But uh, if you do find anything missing or anything wrong with your car, please uh, don't hesitate. Give us a call." Uh, tips his hat at you and Jack, and uh, goes about his way. Thanks, sugar, and takes the card. Kids these days, am I right? <laughs> Uh, gets into the car, drives off. Truck. Uh, hey, wait, let me in. <laughs> Jack's pacing the car. <laughs> Hold on! <laughs> Fine, the door slides open, he can get in. <laughs> Do you go and pick up Cookie <laughs> across the street? Uh, I guess we can give her a call. Um, I can try and follow him home. Because he's about to catch the bus right there, right? Come pick me up at his house. Or the stop after his house. <laughs> we know where he is. He lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, you going to follow him home on that? Fine. Uh, not a bad thing. I, I assume we're on a conference call at the moment. Yep. Uh, well, we the got boss comms. is going to make me come we're home after that. my accident. <laughs> uh... Lucy, what did you do? Uh, and, uh, but, nah, hon, I'll just pull around a block, a couple blocks, uh, two blocks over. You don't mind hoofing it that far, right? No. I have files. Oh? I hope they have stuff in them? I haven't looked yet. (laughs) I got interrupted. I have to run away. Well, it's looking more and more like we're going to have to mug this guy anyhow. I didn't think we would have to, but uh, I'm not entirely sure. He never leaves this thing away. Uh, maybe she looks at Jack uh, uh, while he's sleeping. Does he sleep? That's about the only time we can get him. Slip a drug into him when he's sleeping. He won't remember us tampering with him. I've got those. Uh, I left you a bottle of water there and never did get any information. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. later that evening as a hospital bus, <laughs> an ambulance comes by taking somebody unconscious out of the gym. Oh, well, I know how easy it is to get into the uh, information there. I can always pick up more bio-readings from their uh, stuff at a later date. That'll be easy enough. You can work out who it was and you can see the effects. Hey, it would be even better there than an observation. There's a little yeah. bio data on there. Yeah. All right. So you pick up Cookie then, and you go back to uh, your your facilities and report our findings to Argos. Let's look at the file as we're driving home. 
Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, the circuitous route that Polly takes takes about an hour. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's your usual, uh, so that uh, they don't track coming and going of a particular car. That's fine. Uh, so you get back. Uh, everyone's there. Nick, you're with us. Uh, so <laughs> uh, John's been hanging around as well, um, looking for a payday. Uh, the files that Emily had on her seat uh, are really interesting. They are uh, essentially bar graphs, but uh, there's no, how what would you call it? Uh, there's no horizontal or vertical. Uh, you don't know what it's graphing. Like they're numbers, but they don't, there's nothing on the graph that tells you what the numbers are. There's no labels. There's no labels, right. Is it an uptrend or a downtrend? Uh, some of them are uptrends, uh, and some of them are downtrends. Looks like whatever it is, uh, is 12, uh, well, there's 12, uh, 12 data readings. Uh, each data reading is broken into 30 or 31 days. I suppose one of them is broke. One of them is 28 days or 28 data segments. Anyway, you can easily tell that this is tracking a year of something. Uh, a couple of different somethings, actually, because uh, different graphs with different numbers. One of them has uh, it's a, it's a nice clean bell curve. Uh, one of them is going on upward progression. Uh, it seems to be getting better a few percents uh, each. If you if you think it's a month, uh, then it's 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 getting it's getting higher. It's getting it's raising and it's starting. It's almost an exponential increase. Like the the one data set is double the one before it. The next one is double the one before that, and it's on almost an exponential rise. And there is one that is uh, slowly degrading. It kind of peaks around month six, and then it seems to be degrading from there at a fairly rapid pace. All right. Yeah, but it's, it's impossible to tell what it's actually a metric of, uh, other than to figure out that it's, this is likely a year uh, each data point is a day uh, in a particular month in a year. And there's no uh, no labels whatsoever. It doesn't have like a case number in the corner or... Nothing, yeah. Uh, oh, no, that's a good question. Uh, it does actually have a document number on the bottom right of each page. Uh, it's referencing doc document A29B. Well, since we're at the table in our conference room here, <laughs> look what I found inside Emily's car. And a sock! <laughs> and some socks. Because, <laughs> you know, you always have a one or two pairs that just can't find the match, so I figured that wouldn't be a big deal. And then the sampling of her car door. If we wanted to look. Sorry. Awesome. At least one car. When sampling car doors, do you actually take a sample of the car door? I'm sure there's like a, a wipey rag that's been... <laughs> you know. She's got the whole handle! <laughs> you could have gotten killed, or worse than yet, exposed us all. They didn't see me, I swear. But you could have. 
They think I'm a gang. What should my gang name be? <laughs> the the sweet tooths. Some cookie. <laughs> Spread that around. New gang in town. The toothless for having cavities all the time. <laughs> toothless. Now we have to start a whole gang rumor. Uh, Appy Paul, can you do something about that? There's a there's a new gang in town. It's the Toothless. Uh, they they're small munchkins, and she starts describing uh, Cookie to a T. <laughs> whole bunch of us. We're clones. Kids these days, uh, after all. I I do the shifting and all rise. I mean, yes, this can happen. Don't. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> I I mean, I really don't care what I do so long as I get paid. And it doesn't violate any of my precepts. What Much. <laughs> list of those. Mostly the paid. If I get paid. Alright. So I guess we're breaking in and drugging him while he's asleep? Uh, Why do we need to drug him if he's asleep? Make sure he doesn't wake up. Make sure if it's on his arm, you don't set up, and it sets off an alarm, he doesn't wake up. Okay. Right. Just uh, gas the entire building. Yeah. What she's if he got. wakes up, <laughs> bring my spray. Have you had enough case studies to determine that it won't leave any? Uh, I. Discernible side effects or oh. identifying traces? I Goes through the system clean? Only the three so far, so it's still a work in progress. It's only a couple of days. You might have their <laughs> checking out their medical history every once in a while. I'm getting close to the Apostle Paul with a scanner. <laughs> <laughs> I think he reminded me. <laughs> I mean, apparently he's, uh, Checking uh, himself very thoroughly, so whatever we dose him with has to go through a system clean and be untraceable. I just need him to stay asleep until he's supposed to wake up. So it doesn't have to be too complicated. Uh, Aren't there anesthesiologists who literally get paid to do that? Yes, actually. Isn't that their role? Isn't it a difficult and complex science based upon the individual's chemistry? We have uh, the chemistry. We do have his chemistry, and I am an expert in pharmaceuticals. Ah, I see you are a TV scientist <laughs> and not an actual scientist. I withdraw my previous statement. Well, let's get cracking on uh, dosing the... Uh, I stroke my chin as I witness our, our genius scientists. This is only day two, right? Yes. Yeah. This All is right. the end we of day two. Just a little bit before we jump back in. You spent an hour uh, driving out of the main part of the city getting back, uh, Polly, so he will have gotten home by now. Uh, and we know what time he gets home, correct? Yep, sure do. Uh, does uh, his uh, meticulous schedule say what time he goes to sleep? 
Uh, no, it does not. He gets uh, home about eight o'clock, and he gets up at six a.m. So uh, you can you can try and extrapolate when you think he goes to bed from that. And how? Oh, two a.m. Let's go in at two a.m. <laughs> two a.m. would probably be the safest. Yes, because uh, has anybody found out what kind of pet he has yet? I'm pretty sure it's these holding up the charts of the different. There, there was no noise from his house when I. When the kids threw eggs at it. Or it wasn't eggs, but the things at it. There was no noise when stuff hit the building and didn't wake anybody up. There was no noise from there. There doesn't appear to be any... Um, Could be a snake. <sighs> well, then he wouldn't need all that food, would he? He'd just need mice. I think the food is for animals that they're testing on. If it's oh, it has a pet. Here's a quick question. Given that we are on our time limit, things that might possibly be wise is more while surveillance of the house. What is the chances of him? We have the videos of him in the gym, correct? Uh, we have information from him in the gym. Okay. Well, we have everything that was on the gym's computer. Yeah. Jack so just downloaded everything. It, it might show us, because as, like, breaking into someone's home, and particularly a paranoid person's home, can be very difficult. I would think that that would be our last recourse when we're running right up against the deadline. Because as no. soon as we make no, that if, play... And if it fails, everything else is harder. If if he has an opportunity to go someplace where we could hit him and him not know about it, like the gym, you know. We attempted the gym already. The problem is that he's only there for a short period of time. And the item is always on his person. Exactly, which is why we need him to be asleep. And by on his person, I mean skin to skin on his person. Probably an implant. The item is an implant. It no, seems to I be some kind of medical monitoring device. So, like, he's Could, uh, got it strapped to his arm. Well, I, I, I know I had been talking to a man who had been doing some um, modifications on it. And perhaps there might be some wireless connection either on it or near it so that we, we don't actually have to steal the device itself. We just might have to get something close to it. So even then, if he's at the gym and we're, we have an agent at the gym, we could simply wirelessly steal the information. It's a possibility. One worth exploring, I believe. Chances are we'd have to do that at the bar. He's not likely to go to the gym again for the next two days. Oh, we already missed that slot. We, yeah. we, but okay. when he doesn't go to the gym, he does go to the bar. He's very particular. It's one of okay. the other. So if I might mean, it might be worth seeing whether or not we can steal it wirelessly. I don't know. It, it's a possibility. At least. And we look over towards the tech genius cookie. <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring up a, a few things uh, that uh, 
you are John already knows. Uh, well, John, you were given the schematics of what the guy had done to it. Uh, there was no wireless system put into it, but that does not preclude that if it is inserted into something, that other something might have a wireless system. But in and itself, it does not have its own wireless system. Bert? Yes. Who is John? Uh, not John. Uh, sorry. Paul. Uh, Pastor Paul. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Yep. So, yeah, you can share that schematic and you can quickly find okay. out that it, it, does, it doesn't have a wireless system of its own. It's just a plug-and-play uh, data storage device with uh, okay. some rather sophisticated encryption. Okay. So, the next thing that would strike me as something that we could plausibly do is if the man unplugs it into his computer at the house... If we break in while he's not there, thus eliminating the possibility of us alerting him or needing to drug him, we could um, we could implant a virus onto his computer, and if it has wireless connection or internet connection, utilize that as our backdoor entry. Another idea, throwing it out there. Do you have? Do you know someone who is particularly adept with computers and viruses? I look at our genius, our TV scientist. Oh, I don't have that kind of tech. I could look at his um, his arm unit and see what it does, because that's more of my specialty. My specialty is medical and explosives. Things that go hand in hand, like peanut butter <laughs> and chocolate. <laughs> um, I don't know the- them terribly well. Is there anybody who has tech? Uh. If anybody hasn't uh, established a contact, we can basically establish a contact for somebody that... Well, I, I know a guy that might be able to help. Alright, uh, and this is just an idea to throw out there to the group for the group's approval. I think that would might be ideal. However, we don't know if he plugs it in at the house. I mean, it might be a poor idea. Uh, it sounds it, like he plugs it into his arm band. Okay. From what they told us about their visit to the gym. But if we want to um, put a virus on his computer at home, I don't mind blowing a contact resource to find somebody who can give me remote access to certain computers. Hey, Bert? Yes? Looking through the pictures, the one we got of the key fob, can we tell where that was taken? Where the pictures were taken? Yes. Uh, at work. Uh, actually, you can see that it is—it's attached to his hip. He's still wearing his lab coat. Interesting. It looks like he actually has a unplugged it on. Do, do we see his expression? Uh, yes. It's uh, they, they basically you've got a couple of pictures. Uh, it's showing him in a room, uh, in a lab room. It looks like he's perusing a file. Uh, and then it zoom in, zooms in on his hip where he's got like a little hook on his belt, which the key, uh, key ring is on. No, it'd be interesting to see their contact and what he was reacting to it, but they don't seem to show that. So sad. Um, so I would agree that his home would be ideal, but I would say that breaking into his home while he is there might be the last the, course. Yeah, the and it and it should be a valid one, you know. It should be ruled out altogether, but simply the anesthesia of a person is 
a real True. delicate science, but I don't, I don't know you. Uh, well, maybe there's you... anesthesiology and just keeping somebody asleep. One's easier than the other. Is that what anesthesiology is? No, one more just knocking him the fuck out. <laughs> I, 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 Apostle Paul just kind of makes the motion with his mouth like he has a point somewhere, but it, the train has gotten derailed and crashed and it's burning currently. That's how most of these missions go. Uh, so, well, his armband. Um, do we? Does anybody recognize the tech that is from? That seems custom. Okay, so custom work means specialist. Specialist means there ain't many people who do it. Specialist means probably the exact place where we just left the Hearthstone uh, clinic. Well, but. I thought the Hearthstone Clinic was a research facility. They typically went and do. I mean, I, I'm I'm a simple man of the people. You have to keep this in mind when I throw out these ideas. But I didn't think that a clinic would have a crack team of programmers and all the rest of that. But simple man of the people. It's, it's a clinic on the outside, but once you look at it, it's rather mysterious about what they actually do there. And I think I have a move, if you give me a couple of minutes to find it on the PDF, um, that allows me to see and figure out medical tech. Yes, you do. Uh, okay, so... Home... So we could we could follow him to the bar and look at it some more and get on the bus when he goes home and see what I can figure out about the the armband. Maybe I can. I I hate the the more I I would rather have firm ideas of what we want. Uh, and I understand researching is a very valid play, but too much of it turns into a very negative play. Reaction. Uh, I'm also not opposed for... to spritzing. <laughs> if you really have to. <laughs> the move you're looking for is customizer. Yes. Do I have Yes, you have that by default. Okay. Yeah. So, I can... It is my personal that. opinion that the amount of things we have tried and the amount of research we have done have put up enough warning bells that if we do not desist after our next attempt, we are going to get ourselves discovered. And therefore, that is why I want to do the home invasion as it has the highest chance of success, even though there are great chance for discovery already. Oh, yes. It's just... They did say we get paid whether we fail or succeed, as long as we try, and they would rather us fail and not hurt the guy 
then succeed. Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's a bit more pointed than that. Um, if you fail to get it and do not alert him to the, to the effect that someone made an attempt on it, yes, you will get a payday. Yeah, that's what uh, I meant. If you fail and he's alerted, that's not good. Okay. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. so I think home invasion should be last resort. No other ideas. Because uh, once we I, I completely disagree with that. Because okay. if it is the hardest thing to pull off, then it is the thing which needs the most research. And if we are diverting time into researching other methods of doing it, then when everything else fails, we have not researched the the home and know what is there, and it will be the most difficult thing to do I think in the shortest amount of time with the highest pressure. I think hitting of our viable options, because hitting him at work is impossible. Hitting him at the house is our hardest viable solution if wireless is not working. Um, so... He's not going to go back to the the gym. So we have either the bar, the home, or during transit. These are our three points that we have available. The pub was extremely well monitored, and I'm relatively certain that they expect only regulars there, as I was eyeballed. Well, even if we are eyeballed and we wirelessly connect in, you know, we could establish, number one, we could establish a a regular, you know, make ourselves a regular there. In three days. Not in a couple of days. Not in a couple of days, but, well, we've already... Okay, so we spent time. I apologize, we spent more time. We, we only had two or three days to begin with. No, I thought it was three more, or four. No, four or three or four days. Okay. No, we we had, are down to our last three course. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Bar can still happen if we do it wirelessly. Transit is probably the best time to do it wirelessly. If we're going to do it wirelessly and we do it during transit while he's sitting with a group of strangers that he doesn't recognize or he doesn't know. The key, the critical question is what does that armband do? Yep. Uh, after reading Customizer, I'm going to say you have to have the tech in your position. You, you can't just tell from photographs. Right. No, I was thinking that I sit next to him on the bus. Yeah. You would have to do that at minimum, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, to see if it's wireless, um, to see and other specs, just to be next to him or right looking at it um, while he's on the bus. And I I, I say that if we do that... Or at the bar. If we do that while he's in transit, it's very unlikely that he pegs Cookie. Does he know Cookie? Has anybody... Has he cookie been at any incidences that this guy's been involved in? Oh, wait. He uh, seen. <laughs> has he made her? No. I don't think so. I was messing with stuff in the parking we lot. We can't say for the... sure. Okay, so if we have Cookie sit with him during transit and to see if there's any kind of things that we can get from it from either wireless or anything else like that. There's and only one person we're sure he hasn't made in some form or fashion. And she looks at, directly at Apostle Paul. I look at her with my dead cold eyes. You, know, you mean your shining eyes? Absolutely. They are bright and shining and I'm a very personable person and not a serial murderer whatsoever. Um, Isn't that wonderful? 
I smile brightly. It's actually not a hideous smile for, like, the first time ever. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, it, I, I could send transit. I don't know tech. But if someone's playing on their phone, sitting next around him during a passenger route, I don't think that would be terribly suspicious. And if someone's tech-savvy and they could try to do some stuff during the transit, it's a viable solution, while the rest of us look at the home invasion. It loses us very little time, besides in-game time, which is very valuable. Um, so, if I may? It's worth a shot. Is it plan? Mm-hmm. All right. After he leaves the bar tomorrow night, have... Cookie and Apostle Paul ride near him. Apostle Paul, your job is to keep an eye on Cookie so she does not overstep her. <laughs> don't, don't let me blow up anything again. <laughs> I look at him extremely concerned about this, this designation. Like, the mounting panic is building on my face. <laughs> She's small. You can just push her off of the tram if it comes to that, all right? My mouth goes wide. Like... Started. It was an accident. I didn't know there was that much charge in the packets. Polly's like, ooh, cookies in the doghouse. Okay. Meanwhile, while he is at work, if I can get Jack to go back and assess the house, see if you can see anything through the window that might be even import. And then depending on whether or not Cookie has... Whether or not it has wireless capabilities, we'll be part on our next play. Sorry. Or any information that we could gather from from being near the device. Um, but in this universe, like people just getting up on trains and preaching, is that weird? Or is nope. That, uh, that, it's that less common in wealthier, affluent neighborhoods that can afford to have Security. Uh, security on board the train, mm-hmm. um, but no, not unusual. <laughs> yeah, just just he's if I if I stand up and I start raving, he's not gonna know. He's just going to go into further into his personal shell. Correct? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay, um, then I will tell Cookie that I intend to drive him to distraction by what I do, thus limiting his awareness of what's going on around him. I think that might be the critical time to strike. Unless anyone else can raise any objections to me doing that. And for a pen and for a pound. Good idea. So long as you're never seen again, I suppose. Um, there were... Uh, there won't be during rush hour time, though, will there? There were just some people on the train before, uh, youths trying to recruit for their gang, so I was thinking they might cause problems. I grinned. Oh, yes. But they're not going to be around during... Shouldn't be in if they are. ...going to the work. I look slightly sad about that. That's disappointing. That could create a wonderful sunshine. People so rarely expect the sudden violence. We got our plan set up. Yep. Okay, so you're gonna uh, you're gonna wait for him. Uh, okay, so you're gonna do something at the bar tomorrow? No, no. You're gonna wait for him to be on the train going home from the bar. Yeah, but um, while he's at work, I'll have 
Jack go out and scope his house for entry and it's Okay. Uh, is Jack going alone? Uh, Polly will tag with him. Okay, and how... What time are you going? 8 a.m., I would say. I mean, he leaves at uh, 7. 30, yeah. 7.30 or something. That, like, yes, yeah, arrives at work at 7.30 or something like that. So 8 would be fine. Uh, we, we got any uh, special... Uh, surveillance gear you want to take along, Jack? Uh, I'm not really that sort of a person. I don't deal with long-term surveillance on places. Uh, should we try to get some thermo-optics or anything of that nature? It's not what I do. I mean... You break into places. How do you right. do that? Without casing them first. He's that good. It's, yeah. <laughs> Learn the patterns of the guards. Look for the electrical wiring. Take them down. Take that out. I just see you, like, in Metal Gear Solid with a, with a cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> you you just I mean... Resave, <laughs> quick save. <laughs> I, I, I use a box. I, I, I pull off my um, baggy uh, grey jumper that I am wearing, and underneath the jumper, I am wearing a stealth suit. It's this. This is what I use all the time. We need to get you some optics or something. Let's go. Uh, you know anybody? Um. Uh, I, I suppose I could. Uh, not really. No, my my contacts aren't people who have that sort of stuff. Mine are the people at the bottom of the heap, not people who can get good tech like that. Is it okay? Uh. I thought you knew more people that had had stuff that fell off the back of trucks, but I guess not. No, You're uh, shattering all my illusions and preconceptions. I am distraught. You need to buy me a beer. Are we going to that bar? I mean, I no, we're going that, to his house, dummy. Get oh, in the no. car. Then I can't buy you a bar. Oh, well. <laughs> so Polly and Jack shoving Jack are on the way. Uh, okay, and uh, phase two of that is going to be on the train uh, later in the afternoon. So let's uh, let's go to Stone's home. Eight o'clock a.m. Uh, he's already left. Uh, he's been gone for a bit now. Um, this neighborhood is mostly uh, upper middle class working neighborhood. Uh, so there's not you know, there's not a lot of traffic around. You know that the neighbor, the close by neighbor, is an elderly person who probably is home all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of the neighbors look like they were all you know workaday sort of people. Some of them had teenagers that are in school now. And Polly is in disguise. She's got her hair pulled back in a braid uh, instead of you know the more big hair style. She's kind of favors. She's dressed in. Unoffensive, non-flashy car, uh, clothes, completely unpoly-like. She had to get Jack's uh, 
opinions like five dozen times in a dress montage. Uh, just to get appropriate skulking around clothes just so she wouldn't be recognized when uh, going to go scout this place with them. And Jack play, uh, chose Blaze Orange for us to be the distraction as he gets away. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, she's the good away driver. All right. So, uh, yeah, there you are. You're on the little cul-de-sac again. Uh, so the, uh, the driveways end here. They don't go any further. Uh, so, and Polly's uh, got her chin propped up on her arm. So what do we do now? <sighs> I meant to to get a disguise of my own, to like a um, like a delivery pack guy's uniform or pack can carry a package to go up to his front door. Uh, yeah, done. Yeah. So, yeah. so you did that. That's not a problem. Yep. So. Okay. Um. Polly uh, slapped some appropriate uh, magnetic decals on the side of the uh, vehicle. Instant delivery vehicle. Yep, that'll do. Okay, so go. I'll go up to the front door, I'll knock on the door, I'll ring the bell, I'll generally try and... Oh, is anybody there? Okay, I can so peer in through the windows. Here's the cul-de-sac. Some of the houses are a little bit bigger than each other. Some of them are smaller, some of them are larger, but they've got kind of the same look. Um, so they've all got the kind of a rustic, uh, the, the clay-looking rooftops with the you know the little half uh, half circle clay. Uh, I don't remember what they're called. Uh, and kind of a terracotta and stone mixed walls. Uh, of course, it's all faux. It's it's you know a look. Uh, so some of them are larger, some of them are smaller, but they all have that same look. The house you're looking for is this one right here. And this is the nosy neighbor here. And then this is just a dead-end street in the middle. All right. Well, as I said, I go over to the house. I'm knocking mm-hmm. on the door, ringing the doorbell. Is there any sound from inside at all of animals or anything that I can hear when I'm knocking on the door and generally creating... Give me a plus edge roll. We're going to assess. Sure. Oh my! I have no idea. Uh, Yeah, you don't hear a thing. Apparently, you don't hear anything. All right. Well, that's good. Well, I'm also peering in through the windows, and I still don't see anything there. So I guess there's nothing in there. Obviously. Peering, yeah, peering through the, uh, the the living room windows, he doesn't have his curtains drawn, so you can actually just kind of just tilt your head and look in. He's got a fairly nice living room setting, uh, sofa, chair, big television you can see, uh, but really nothing else. Uh, you can't see any further into the house. You're dressed as a delivery person, Polly. You're in the car still? Yes. Okay, and you've got the sticker on the side of the car there. All right. Yep. Uh, all right, Jack. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing from the inside. All right, so uh, he's not there. I'll um, pull out a pretend pad. I'll scribble something out, and then try to post it through his letterbox. Go back to the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Doesn't appear to be anybody inside. Nothing going on there. So. 
Um, yeah. I... Time to drive away and get changed, and then... I mean, I, I don't know why we're doing it. It's the middle of the day, right? It's yes. just yeah. early morning. It's early, so. early morning, or late morning. Yeah. Uh, no security response was obviously set off or anything? No, when I went over there and knocked on the door or anything, no. It didn't appear to have anything going on there. I mean, we know they've got private security here. And that line is the trail. Uh, that he runs. Oh, right, okay. Alright. Uh, Polly's like, so, nothing? There's no security there, so far as I can tell. Oh, no. Uh, Polly gives it a look over. She doesn't see anything, I take it. Uh. Well, you, uh, if you want to assess, then go ahead and give me a roll. I will assess. And I will totally assess using my assess skill, which is edge, right? Yeah. It is edge, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's, uh, assess is edge, yes. Yeah. Ooh, you get something! Yay! I got something! Yay! Is right. Uh, so. You can ask a question about the situation. Hmm. I'm going to consider my questions carefully. Yeah, you can ask at any point. You don't have to ask now. You get a hold to ask a question later. Ah, uh, what is my best way in or out? Ooh, that's what you're going to ask. It's interesting. Hmm. Best way in or out? Um, hmm, uh, the only way. Uh, in or out is the front or back door. Uh, the best way is probably the back door because it's not got a view of the street line and its neighbors. <laughs> Thank you, Bert. I yes. appreciate that. That is incredibly I mean, useful yeah. information. <laughs> uh, that's, that's it. It's not got a chimney to crawl down through. Uh, unless you're wanting to blow open a window, you're not going to get through a window because they're not designed to open. Oh, okay, so the door <laughs> windows aren't designed to be open. Okay. No. Completely climate-controlled, sealed rooms <laughs> or houses. Do we find that odd, or no? You're in Alaska. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, global warming's a thing. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Uh, so, not something I would have thought of myself, but good uh, information to have. Uh, I look at uh, Jack. So it's like back door. That is where I would have gone. Yes. <laughs> oh great well uh, I guess you're going to have to cut across because you'll be spotted otherwise uh, let's uh head back unless we want to I don't know hit uh, council plans or something see if there's a blueprint from when the house was built 
see if there any uh check with uh local construction companies to see if uh, any extra work was done for remodeling. Oh god, that's something. Hmm. I I look around. These are all vaguely similar places. Very similar. So, places. yeah. Cookie cutter out for sale here? Um, no. Hmm, that's a shame. Uh, so I guess uh, Polly's pulling away, and yep, time to leave. Time to go do a uh, go look for at records for building uh, blueprints and see if uh, he has any history of remodeling. Yeah, you uh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go away to do that. I mean, pans well, are essentially no, universal yes, access. So neighbors, we gotta yeah. leave the scene. Gotcha. Okay. She's not uh, going too far, but, you know, like, local coffee shop. Okay, uh, well, public records, uh, easy enough. Um, I won't make you all for that. Public records of the places, uh, easy to find because uh, it's a fairly new neighborhood, just went up about five years ago. Um, definitely aimed at the upwardly mobile uh, yuppie crowd, um, although... Uh, it, it's uh, that's what the aim was for. It doesn't look like all the residents that ended up purchasing them were in that that set. But there you go. Um, yes, they are prefabbed houses. They're all uh, they're all um, they have a contract for people to up, up upkeep the houses, the grounds, etc. It's essentially it's a it's a community, um, and services are provided for basically upkeep of everything. So the people that live there don't have to do anything to maintain their houses or their lawns, etc. Um, the floor plans are all very similar. Uh, he has one of the, the middle ones. There's like three floor plans, small, middle, and large. Uh, the large one actually has three stories. Uh, the middle one has two, and the small ones have one. Uh, other than that, they're all laid out the same. Uh, the multiple stories are essentially, uh, you know, you, you get the information for them. They're, uh, the, each story has uh, two bedrooms, so like the the... The floor plan for the one-story buildings has two-bedroom, uh, bath, living room, den. The two floors have uh, that duplicated again without the kitchen on the second floor. Um, and the third floor is that plan duplicated again, one floor up. So there we go. Uh, it's all it's all prefab stuff. It's all, you know, they can build these things in a matter of just like a month. So That's impressive. Yeah. But there's nothing like a basement listed. There are no basements, no. Uh, not on these plans, anyway. Not on these plans, no. It would be very difficult because of permafrost, and it, it's very difficult to dig anything below ground. Alaska doesn't have basements. <laughs> yeah. Well, that the plan is simple. If um, you can, if you share this information with me, I have a an immediate plan that we could roll with. Actually. Uh, so uh, Polly contacts the team and shares the information. We got a. a Layout, uh, there's a noisy neighbor. Uh, best way to enter would be the concealed back way in. There's uh, blocked sight lines and all that. So, no. No, no, no. The best way to enter is it's razzmatazz. You show the man your left hand and you move with your right hand. Um, basically, a man, a wandering preacher, walks up to the... Each of the houses and starts knocking on the door and starts, you know, talking with the people. The nosy neighbor answers the door. While this is happening, a van pulls up 
with the repair uh, company's logo. And I assume someone can pop open a door relatively easily in this group, correct? Um, Nick, you're forgetting one minor detail of it. We have to do this at night. Well, if we do it during the day while the nosy neighbor is being, you know, there, we could pop the door, hack the security system, prevent them from alerting him, and access his computer and see if the information, if we can install the virus there or get some more information. And then if that fails, we make, we make our big play. But that's just an idea. And the big play is simply break into the house and cash him while he's asleep. I don't like being that obvious. It's not something that I really enjoy. Lex Finesse, I understand. Uh, I'm down for this. I don't see the finesse in going in there and attaching it to a computer that I don't think he uses at all. We don't know what the information looks like either. Even if it was on his computer, we don't know what it is. So it's not like, go retrieve this data set. It's go retrieve the stuff off of this key fob. There's no way that we know if it's red, blue, or green. Yes, what he's saying is he's going to put a virus on his computer. When he plugs it into his computer at home, which he may or may not do, we don't know, uh, it would then transmit that information to off-site. Given that he didn't use his phone. Sprung for anything. I don't think he will use his computer at home for anything work-related either. Well, it depends if he has a home lab or not. Or even home connectivity or anything like that. He might not, and that's a very valid chance. But our only other option right now is to break into his home and gas him while he is asleep. That's a rough option. You know what I mean? He's using himself as a guinea pig from the looks of it, and so there's a fair chance that he might, just maybe, uh, bring his work home with him a lot and need constant monitoring. So there is a chance that uh, he uh, uh, accesses his data at home. Otherwise, we'd have to do the same at work, presumably, or just straight up mug him. Uh, he, there's a chance he's a he's a, his own guinea pig. You don't think so? I'd say it's actually very likely. I that I see um, signs pointing to that. Um, but I suppose we could put like a key logger so whatever he does on his computer gets automatically transferred to us, and we can guess whether That's or not. That's basically what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so and then we. The whole thing. That's a, that's an option. I mean, these are options. These aren't hard plans. Um, Richard, what's your character's name? I forgot. Jack. Jack. So, Jack, we think that that's a bad play. You think that going into his home and hitting him while he's home is our play? Because we can't do it in transit, we can't do it at the bar, and we can't do it while he's jogging. Because he's going to miss time on all three of those. So the only other play we have is to hit him while he's there at the house. And if he has security at his house or he has any kind of paranoia, hitting his house at any point in time is an awful plan. 
Looks like he has some mild pair. Really? Why? Because he's not using his phone. He's limiting. I think he. I think he doesn't use his phone. I don't think that's paranoia. I think that's him not using his phone. Could just be old. I. But so I mean, it wouldn't do us any like disservice because we've got nothing to do during the day before we check out his arm device at night anyway if we want to put a key stroke whatever well if someone siphon. Broke, if someone broke into my home and I wasn't there I would know there that you can hide things and you can make it you know up. but then again I'm not a master crook I just have my ideas so I'm just throwing out the negatives and the positives of this particular action. It does seem a shame, though, to waste a whole day, because seeing as we only have two left. It does seem a shame. It is better than trying to shove too much into a day and alerting our target. Yep, so that's always the potential downside that we should be So, I, I mean, so Jack, what was your proposal? So... We vote on it as a group, I assume. I don't know how y'all do. How do y'all do your plans? This is probably the first time we had one. <laughs> they wait till bullets start <laughs> flying, and then they come up with this. Oh, okay. I, I'm at a loss, honestly, because, you know, my job is usually to wait until bu- the bullets do start flying, and then I get everybody out of Dodge. I mean, the guy is not a monk. Seduction is a plan. There's there's a lot of things that we can I, do. With I this. really don't Actually, think that from is. my impression, uh, he does seem to be kind of wary of seduction. Antisocial, I would put it. Uh, I could sleep with the guy, I suppose, but uh, it doesn't seem likely. He kind of brushed me I, off the gym. I look at her like I could not imagine why. <laughs> like You can't. I can't. I can easily imagine why. Um, okay. Well, I must have. What was wrong with the trying to copy the data while on the tram plane? Oh, we, we haven't plan? done it yet. We just we were just. Well then. Okay, so we're just going for it. We're creating a backup plan for something that we yeah. have no idea whether it works or not. Yeah, I'm just playing obsessive. Hi. I'm- I'm Logos. I'm plan obsessive. I like to plan for my plans. When they plan fail, I just make my plans because I'm a planning plan man. So, sorry about that. And if I do ever go overboard, let me know because it's it's a fall of mine. Um, I, I like to think things through and sometimes I'm too obsessive about it. Um, yeah, we, we can do the tram thing while well, y'all. And then we just burn the day and we wait till tomorrow and we make our decision. Although I hate doing that. Kind. So we have the last recourse, which is mugging him in his sleep on the last day. Yep. So we have two viable plans to do at the moment. Yep. Uh, well, we have three. We can do the tram thing wait, and wait. find what we have from there. We're going to go for it wirelessly, both from the either the tram or the house. Yep. You, you fine with that, Jack? I, I don't understand what this wireless computer plan is at all okay. for breaking into the house. Well, I've got a question about the sprawl. Okay. 
How common are personal computers that are kept at a house? Um, actually, these days, not very common because they're either wearables or implanted. Or you have a database at your work, but that's going to be something that's yeah. super protected. Yeah, computers have become so small and integrated that there's really not home systems anymore, unless the the, the home itself is a system, like uh, controlling everything about your environment. Okay, but we have evidence that suggests he may be bringing home work with him. Uh, no, experimenting wait, sorry, on what, an, that animals. animals. What, what do animals. we have? We presume he's experiment. Uh, Cookie's conjecture is that he's experimenting on animals. Yes. Thus, the various uh, pet foods that he's been buying. Right. Uh, have we ever seen him taking those pet foods home rather than buying them and having them shipped to his work? Or just feeding the pigeons? Uh, keep in mind, he has no vehicle, and he walks or takes the, the tram everywhere. Right. The, the, the thing with the pet food is that he is personally buying them instead of his company buying them. Because we yes. found it in his personal financials. Right, and? So we don't, he may have something maybe, going maybe on. Maybe they do somewhere. it so that he buys it and then is reimbursed by the company. That the company is not shown to be experimenting on animals because of animal. Or maybe animals. he's just anything. Yes, yeah, but maybe if he's he an actually animal lover is, and he gives him treats instead. Yes, but if he's actually experimenting on animals, he's doing so in his home. It looks like. Have we seen him carrying any food into his house? I saw no animals or evidence of animals or anything in the house when I looked at it. Also, if you're experimenting on them, presumably they'd be in cages in a back room. Right, but there would be noise. evidence of that. Yeah, you'd hear newspaper noise. Newspaper on the floor. Well, maybe not newspaper. Uh, we have uh, his purchase records of uh, of you know him buying the animals' food, right, uh, Bert? Yes. Does that include uh, delivery slips or delivered to notices? They were all bought online. All bought online to be delivered. Where does that say? Uh, you don't have that information. Yeah, we'd have uh, to hack his um, Amazon account. Uh, actually, uh, was it from? Did he order it from his phone? Yes. Which uh, Richard got all the information. information. Yeah. So it do we still doesn't contain information as to where. It just shows that he purchased it from what store. It doesn't contain any other information. Well, where is you he Is it read. local stores? Because it would have to be within walking or tram distance for him if he was carrying him home. Exactly. Himself. It's all it's all done online, and oh. there's you know it, it's not fairly it's not local stores at all. It is the same store. Okay, what I'm getting at is if the guy has a account with the with the place. His phone isn't going to log that it's being shipped to anywhere because it's on account. The account knows where to ship it. All his phone is going to show is that he bought it. All right. If he's, if I have a copy of all his, well, do I have a copy of everything on his phone? So yeah, can I use it to log into his account and say, hey, where is this being delivered? No, nope. he doesn't keep any security passwords on his phone. Apparently, right, okay. he enters them himself each time he logs on. Okay. Yep. Does he have any? Uh, did we we didn't get any account information from it though? Nope. 
Rangers. So one last or one question is the home, this yuppie home. I would assume that it has its own home network or system, right? It's got a really nice TV that uh, jacks off through the uh, the front window. Uh, Polly um, looks up the uh, company that he's ordering from real quick. Well, hang on, we got the blueprints, etc. of the place, didn't we? Wasn't that said on there? Hey, this has been installed here. No, no, blueprints don't show that. They won't show anything electronic that a homeowner puts in. Uh, right, no. But if they were the, but if they were all built with hey this in mind, then that will be there. Oh yeah, yeah. All of the houses have a central system that controls like heating, cooling, and you know everything else. Uh, which would include, you know, your satellite, your in, your internet streams, all of that. So you know where the central box is, but you still don't know what he's hooked up to it. Yeah, uh, my my simple point with that, and this is, and Bert, please shut me down if I'm wrong, is that perhaps what we could have done is hack into that, or we can't hack. Never mind. No one can hack. Hacking is dead. Yeah, th- that's kind of where you guys are stymied right now, is that all you've got access to is public information. Hacking Anything private would require hacking, which we don't have. So, because we don't have a hacker, we can well, hire one. We can hire one, but really, I mean, breaking into his home is probably the best in scoping it out. No, what? But that's uh, just my because. Idea. All right, I don't understand. What are we trying to do here? To by breaking into his house to get, if nothing else, to gather more information. But uh, okay, so my own what? Sorry, here's my here's what my original idea was was home computer. The secondary idea is likely he automatically logs into your home, just kind of like a Bluetooth with a car. So therefore, when he goes home, he bypasses his defenses. Ah, that you have. You have his PAN number from his phone. Yeah. So if 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 he logs in automatically when he's home. You know, kind of like you do with your car, then a good way to get onto your phone is to hack the car. Because the phone, your car, your phone's going to automatically recognize the car as being friendly. So it, it's kind of like a Trojan horse. But maybe it's a dumb idea. I don't know. I'm not a hacker. Is that so, I, so if I have his phone, no, or his pen, I could theoretically... Make Basically, a, the key to the, his house. Theoretically, make a a copy of it, or what? It, or <sighs> create another key, so to speak, so that I could go to the house, and f- through the house, without even entering the house, I could just say, "Hey, tell me all the devices that are in the house." Yeah, if he has no protection on his home system, that would be the case. It would just be right. tied to his PAN number. Most people have at least rudimentary protection in case they lose their devices. The ones that at least don't have it embedded. And people who embed their pans typically don't have security because to get their pan, you would have had to have killed them to remove it. Yeah. (laughs) But people that carry devices typically do have some kind of protection. Yeah, so we would have to have, we would have to have a hack. But, but possibly not. Uh, Again, this guy is, uh, it's easy enough to check. I mean, his phone didn't have, have a password. Nope. His yeah. house might not have a password either. It's easy enough to check. So, I mean... Yeah, well, while you do that, we can be on the track. Sound yeah. like an idea? You, you do that and we'll check okay. it. There we go. That way we're advancing the plot rather than sitting here talking. Yep. All right, we do that. 
Okay, I'm going to assume that you guys are still fairly nearby, and you're talking yeah, to everybody uh, and all that. Okay, so I said we pulled into it like a coffee shop down the a block or a couple over, just okay. outside the. Um, so you have his pan number. He got cloned with the phone, but you don't physically have his phone. Okay, so no, but we can get a burner phone and yeah. set it up that make, way. Yeah. Okay, not a problem. Uh, so basically, you set up a burner phone with all of his information on it. Um, all right. So what do you want to do? We go back trying to deliver another parcel. Okay. While we're at, while I go and deliver the parcel, I say, "Hey, I wonder if I can access this thing because that I am tapping away on his phone or whatever, and rather than writing on the pad that I should be writing on." Okay, so um, with most of these uh, pan devices, uh, as I had said earlier, usually they broadcast your pan so that advertisements can be particularly, you know, tagged onto you. They can be more precise, and also so the police can keep track of you. Um, but you also have the pans have near field communication, and a lot of people use these to unlock cars, uh, to unlock personal devices, like if you've got, uh, let's say, a wall safe, or if you have. Uh, an external computer and you don't want to have to put in a, a password or use a thumbprint or anything. It just unlocks it. So on, on your phone, on your burner phone here, you've got a, a button to turn on the near field communication. It's usually off. You, know, you usually only turn it on when you're actually going to interact with something. So you turn that on and the door unlocks. I, I turn my one off as okay. well. So okay. uh, yeah, you hear a, you hear a clunk um, and uh, you know, the sound of a bolt retreating from the door. All right, I turn it off again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you turn it off, and you hear the clunk again as the lock resets. Right. And I scribble out. Well, I pretend to be scribbling out a note again, and I go back to Polly, and we leave the area, or we go a distance away from the area to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, checking for police response or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you wait twenty minutes, nothing happens, which is well within the response time that you noted the last time you were here. Uh, half hour, nothing happens. How much longer do you wait? Uh, that's it. I guess. Yeah. I don't really need. I mean, my plan. The plan is not to go in now. For me, anyway. Not even to now see what's we, in there. Now that we know we can go in at any point. Then we don't need to go in now. As opposed to later? Mm-hmm. When, when we have scientists. So. When we have an idea of what we need. Exactly. Yeah. Alright, so I guess scientist Cookie and I are. On the tram. On the tram. Alright. Okay. Um, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, so uh, you get on uh, at, at the time that he normally gets on, or do you want to be on ahead of time? Before uh, we're on, we absolutely get on before. All right, so you basically you get on. It follows the loop. You don't get off anywhere. Then when it resets and comes back to home, uh, he gets on at seven thirty, uh, precisely uh, when he normally does. Um, uh, the tram is fairly busy. Uh, this is where most people get off office hours, start heading home. Okay, so real quick, I would like to simply say that we don't do the full loop. We get on like a couple stops before sure. he gets on. So that yeah. way we're not on camera the entire time and look super suspicious. Okay. Uh, a lot of people choose to stand rather than sit. Uh, so he, he, he takes a spot where there's a, a fairly large number of open seats around him. He doesn't, uh, appears to like, not like to have a lot of personal, uh, 
his, his personal space invaded. So he sits down with a, a seat open on either side of him. Um, he's got a small uh, grocery bag uh, that he's holding. And uh, yeah, he just, he just seems to be, you know, he's just looking around. He's, uh, he's not listening to anything. He's kind of people watching. He seems to be the type that likes to do that. Um, so how are you two set up? I will be at the head of the train, and I will, um, when he hits. Hold on, guys. Off. I need just one second. Sure, go ahead. No problem. Uh, you can uh, go on with what you're doing. Well, while uh, Cookie does her things, I, I I want to have already begun my harangue. Okay. Uh, that way, he doesn't feel like he's the star of the show. He just feels like this is something that has happened. Uh, sure. Do you have a move that allows you to entrance crowds? Uh, I have style, and I ha- I am a pusher. And yeah, it would be a particular pusher move if you've got something that allows you to. Uh, just, I do have vision. Vision thing. Yeah, I do have the vision thing. Ba, 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 ba. Come on, Nick, scroll better. Scroll better. Um. Yeah, when you have time and space for an emotional connection with someone and you passionately advocate for your stop, vision roll style. Okay, sounds good. All right. Um, and it's style. You're, you're playing to a crowd here. Yep. Let's see. Uh, ten! Yes, I gained three hold. Okay. Okay, uh, out of your list there, is there anything you particularly want to spend your hold on right now? Um... No, no, I do not. The, uh, uh, you get two hold. Two hold. I apologize. Not three. Uh, Normally it's three. I, I, I do get two hold, and I, no, I, um, well, no, I, I want to spend a hold so that, um, the man is actually listening to me. Um, our target is actually the, the words that I'm speaking, while maybe not resonating deeply with them, are of an interest. I'm a show. Yeah, you are a show, yeah, and he's definitely the type that likes to people watch, so he is a little, he's enthralled in what you're saying, he's listening to your words, and you're probably quite animated when you uh, get into your teaching. Oh, oh absolutely, <laughs> and I'm, while I'm not the crazy hobo shouting on, I, I'm arguing very passionately, but very knowledgeably about the, the corruption of society and the things, people selling themselves for money, and et cetera, et cetera, and the, the, the decay. Okay. That that's called. Uh, you come across as quite eloquent, and uh, you know, other than his attention, many other people are focused on you as well. Several people just, you know, put on earphones and crank it up, or just tune out. Uh, but a lot of people have uh, are, are listening. Are you back with us, Katie? Yes, I am. Okay. So, looks like Preacher Paul has uh, caught everyone's attention. Uh, your quarry is engaged. Uh, what do you do? I'm going to sit down next to him. And okay. I'm on my tablet, whatever, mm-hmm. looking like I'm busy, and we'll make sure he doesn't notice me, and then I'm going to try and get a closer look at his armband. Okay. Uh, you can go ahead and roll for that special ability that you have, then. Um, oh, oh, I'm starting Customizer. That. Customizer. Uh, it is based on mind... You're assessing, but it's oh uh, yeah, you're mo- you're rolling mind instead of edge. Well, how mindful are you? Have you been practicing your mindful meditation? Breathe in, breathe out. Very reasonable. 
A seven. A seven, okay. Um, all right, so you are able to tell something about it. Uh, what would you like to know about it? Um. Well. It's the connection. How that connection is made with the outside. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, well, that's where I was going. Is um, Well, I wanted to see two things. I guess we'll see. Um, is it. Can I tell if it has wireless nodes with my tablet or looking at it or whatever? Uh, yes. You're with your tablet. Uh, you turn it on and you're trying to, you know, you get lots of Wi-Fi around you, lots of things communicating. Uh, his armband uh, is not one of them. It does not have uh, Wi-Fi connection, but it does have near field uh, connectivity. Uh, yep. It's actually very, very small short range. Like, you have to be right up in his personal space to be able to connect. But you could do that if you sat next to him. I am Which sitting is. next uh -huh. to him. Right. Um, so I don't mind getting closer if he's not going to notice me getting mm -hmm. closer. Um, and moving my tablet closer to his arm. And okay, I am going to say, with uh, uh, Paul's help, uh, he is uh, truly distracted. Uh, as you do this. And, uh, so yeah, your, your tablet, uh, does actually pick up a stream when you're, I mean, you're basically leaning right on him with your, your tablet very <laughs> close to that arm. Uh, I'm so you're, you're sitting, you're sitting right next to his left arm and your tablet is essentially right up to the arm to be able to pick it up. Um, and you're receiving biometrics. It's keeping track of heart rate, respiration, blood pressure. Um, it's, uh, it must have, it must be more than just surface because it's reading things like it's doing platelet counts. So the thing is embedded in some way into his arm. I, I'm going to hit the record button mm -hmm. to get his data. Okay. And there is a massive amount of information that this thing is, is recording about him. Uh, something else you do know being this close to him. Uh, that big, huge key ring is on his side, and that little fob is on it, and it seems to be all of one piece. So, like, the, the foot and tail piece that was missing when uh, Jack had found it earlier in his locker is attached to it now. Who has the plug to copy it? Uh, we all do. <laughs> no, uh, it's uh, Paul is the one who got it through his people, so I'd imagine Paul's the one who's holding it, or has it. Unless Give Paul a look, I'm gonna. Can I swipe it and then bump into Paul and then okay. bump back into him? If Is you that do too not, much? Uh, if you do not have any particular uh, ability, a move to do so on your sheet, it will be an act under pressure to do so, uh, which is a, a cool, a plus cool roll. Okay. I can do that. Yep. And I'm going to say that since Pastor Paul is keeping him a little uh, occupied, you'll get a plus one to the roll. I'll count it as him helping you. Oh, no. So that gives me a total of five. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Um, so you reach down and uh, you grab the key. And just as you do that, uh, there's, a, there's a lurch on the train. Um, and so, you know, you are going to just... just easy kind of just slide it off the ring uh but unfortunately with the train bucking as it does you have a firm grip on it just as he's like pulled out of his seat just a little bit which means he feels that strong pull uh on the side on his side and he looks down you've got your hand on his key ring <laughs> nice uh he's looking a little bewildered uh it's like I i'm sorry ma'am do i know you um no i was just looking for a seatbelt 
<laughs> I'm a tram. Okay, uh, that sounds like fast talk. Like a style roll. <laughs> yeah, that's a plus style. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. Ah, uh, six. Six. That's not so good. Okay. You're, um, sa- you're saying this, but as you're saying this, your hand is still clutching the keys. <laughs> uh, oh, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, I'll get back to you, Pastor Paul. So, what are you? Did you wanna? Did you wanna oh, butt into me. the scene? What are you? Yes, I, I do want to butt into the scene. So, um, I want to use violence to escalate this situation. <laughs> um, there, there were some gangbangers, I recall, that, uh, or some wannabes mm-hmm. on this train previously. Um, mm-hmm. I am actively looking for, she, she needs to get out of this situation. Okay. So, uh, sure. Thought- you, you peg some, uh, some young looking ruffians that look like they're wearing, uh, common colors. You think that they're probably a wannabe gang? Yeah, I, I'm not looking for a real hard boy because if I go for a real hard boy, this is going to go bad. For oh me. no, no, these definitely yeah. look like posers. Okay, so um, I am absolutely going to start a conflict with them um, with words immediately to distract to to create the theater here, so that um, I want to be barking, pushing, you know, acting. More acting like violence is going to be a problem. Um, I would like to play hardball with these guys and try to um, create theater. Does that make sense to you, Bert? What I'm, my goal is here, so that. Um, well, it, it wouldn't really be play hardball so much, though. I mean, because um, okay, so you're making a threat of violence to do what? I mean, what are you wanting to them to do? Literally, that these are the basically use this point as the. Uh, crescendo, the, the, um, summit of my whole speech and rant against decadence and. Oh, so you're going to use them as your target for this and say, these yeah. are the guys that are. Yes. And I, <sighs> and I'm actively looking for there to be theater here. So that way, Mr. Target is distracted from the fact that my partner just screwed her. You know. Okay. So with play hardball though, you're, you're trying to get something from someone that doesn't want to give it to you. If you just want these guys to react, they'll react. There's not an okay. issue about that. Well, also about play hardball. If he fails the role, uh, basically hardball is a threat. And if he That's fails true. the role, he carries through on the threat. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you say, no I'm going to kill you and you fail. You've got to kill him. <laughs> I have no problem beating living hell. Right. But but what I'm saying though is if all you're trying to really do is entice them to to come at you, come at yeah. me, bro. No, you yeah, don't yeah. need to roll for that. Yeah. <laughs> they are they are inclined to do that. As a matter of fact. <laughs> and yes, and and I have no problem. I just want to I want to do the thing that in my character would know that would cause the most immediate impact for the theater of this moment. Okay. So that everyone turns their eyes to me. Um, all right, uh, the crescendo of your speech, and you like you start pointing fingers, like you son and you son and you, you are the reason our society is crumbling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, at that time, the, uh, the apparently the leader of this, uh, I'm going to say there's five uh, young men here. It's like you know, I about had enough of listening to you gap your mouth, old man. And he uh, he puts on a, a set of uh, a brass knuckles. Some of his uh, fellows uh, grab rolls of coins. And start, you know, doing the... Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I want to play into the theater of yes. this particular 
of, of the theatrical nature of what they're doing rather than beating. Because my first instinct is just to take my gun out and shoot him in the face. That's wrong. So, because I don't want to have a murder charge against Well, well so, you could draw your gun and say, renounce your evil ways now or suffer. That, that gets what we like to call police involved. However, the theatrical nature of the posing, like we both really want to fight, but neither of us want to cause real bloodshed. Does that make sense to you, Bert? Sure, yeah, that's what it is. Is Okay, so yeah. posturing and posing to get a rise out of them, and they're doing it right back. Since they're a poser gang and not like really a hardcore guys. Yeah. Uh, they get in your face, you know, and the guy slipped on a pair of brass knuckles. He's coming at you and he's mouthing off saying, you know, all right, old man, it's about time you shut that mouth of yours. And I will withdraw my lead pipe and I will be beating it on my hand and say, son, I was killing men in China before you were even a, you know, a speck in a gleam in your daddy's eyes. Don't make me show you what I can do. Some of the passengers are getting a little, uh, get a little scared of this and they're pulling down on the panic lines, uh, that are inside, uh, which is, uh, this is enough to distract your, uh, your quarry from you there, Cookie. But, uh, so yeah, he got you dead to rights. He knows what you were trying to do. Uh, especially since your hand was still on the keys as you're trying to explain. But he's like, he turns his head after, uh, as the, you know, the violence, uh, starts and there's, the kids are starting to yell back at Pastor Paul. Uh, so he, he he's distracted for just a moment. I'm gonna grab all of his keys and run. Oh, no. And I'm going to try and grab other things from people as I'm going and then I'm desperately trying to make Pastor Paul read my mind and give let me steal his, like, connector thing, and then before I make it off the bus, I want to throw everything down and then run with the connector thing. That's okay. my plan. No, no, no. You, you, you <laughs> grab his keys, you yank him off his belt, which tears, uh, tears the hook off his belt, so he's, uh, his pants fall. Uh, and as you're weaving your way through the crowd, you're just snatching things, like digital everything. pads here, you know, a purse there, and you're making, you're, you're just dodging through the crowd, making your way to Paul, and you get up to Paul, you're gonna, you know, where Paul's got like a little satchel that he holds his stuff. And, uh, so you're, you grab Paul's satchel. Um, all right. So, but there are people that aren't necessarily wanting to let take their stuff. So, uh, for this to go off, uh, Katie, we're gonna oh, have to act under pressure here. I'm causing so much trouble. Oh. Actually, mix it up. Um, it doesn't matter. People are, uh, they're not, these people aren't armed. Yeah, uh, this yeah, is a, so. a violent. But eleven conflict. is yeah. You're 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 small and you're feisty and you're able to you know you roll around the bottom of the the tram a bit and you go under the seats. You come out and with all the confusion that's going on because these uh, these toughs are still standing at the front of the train uh, mouthing off and there's a standoff between the pastor who's now got this lead pipe out and they're not quite sure about going up against this guy with the lead <laughs> pipe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do not look like that. Cookie, guy. Uh, Cookie pops up. He, she, uh, she steals. Uh, she steals like uh, this guy's uh, one of the kids' wallet, and she's passing by you. Sorry, sorry. There's there's people starting to come from the back of the train, yelling out "thief" and pointing at her. She she passes by you, and she grabs your uh, parcel. Of course, you see this, Paul. Yes, uh, as she's heading out. Um, I guess I'm just gonna smack this fucker in the face. Sorry. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta cause enough of a, a bottleneck for her to get by you. So, yep, <laughs> I absolutely do. I, I see this happen, and I go escalation. Yep. All right. So you, in fact, are gonna have to mix it up here. Yeah, I will. <laughs> 
you're seizing control of the objective as you're basically going to paralyze this train so they can't go after her. <coughs> you are rolling meat. <laughs> rolling meat. Oh, it's a seven. I succeed. <coughs> All right. Mixing it up. I did not actually think I was going to beat someone. Well, you do. You do keep the train in this uh, in this chamber as she pops over into the next one. So you succeed at that. However, mm-hmm. all right, you have to choose two from the list below. Yep. <coughs> Something of value breaks. An ally takes harm as established by the fiction, which means that maybe a bottle gets thrown at Katie as she's leaving. Uh, you take harm yourself. Um, uh, too much noise and advance the relevant mission clock. Uh, I will tell you that uh, the part of getting this guy's thing away without him undoing suspicion, he's got a clock. Okay. Yeah. So, so as you fail at things, his clock is advancing. I'm taking harm, and Katie's taking harm. By God. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Punish British cookie. Yes. He's been really naughty this time. All right. <laughs> you have. Cookie has taken uh, taken a bottle being hurled by uh, one of the tufts to the back of the head as she goes by. Nope. Uh, all right, so let's see. Let me look at damage here real quick. Uh, you got a couple of guys with brass knuckles. Katie's going to just take one harm. Uh, you, however, got a bunch of guys with brass knuckles here. Let's see. I do have armor. Oh, you do have armor. Okay, well, that yeah. will help. Yes. I am a, um... Man, I wish this thing had a better uh, index. Okay, so assets. Here we go. Hand weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to call it a club. Mm-hmm. So, two... You're going to take four harm. Um, four. As they, yeah, because there's, a, there's, there's more than one, and they just come down on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no! I mean, as fair as can be. But uh, you have armor. Uh, how much does your armor reduce? It says subtract one when rolling the harm move. Yep. So. Okay, so you're taking harm. You need to roll. Um, uh, actually, Katie needs to do this too. Uh, let's see. When you suffer harm, lower the harm suffered by the level of your armor. So you got three coming at you. Mm-hmm. Fill in the number of segments on your harm clock, and then uh, roll two d six. And what is it? Me? Uh, it is just two d six. So I'm going to use mine because that's. What are you doing? The harm? Yes. Yes. You roll and add the harm you just suffered. Yes. So oh, you two d six, and you would add you would add three. three. Uh, so I got an eleven. Good okay. go me. Which is bad. Yeah. Yes, I'm aware that it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Choose one. Yeah, choose one. You're out of action, either unconscious, trapped, or panicked. You take the full harm of the attack, uh, no armor reduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you lose uh, the use of a piece of cyberware, or you lose a body part. I'll just go ahead and take the full harm of the attack. All right, so you're taking... Do you have any armor? Yes, I have one, but All right, before, so before it was so reduced You're taking four. Armor. Four is pretty serious, yeah. by the way. You're going to need medical attention. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, Katie, what did you get on that roll? I got a nine, but I am a medic okay. for Paul. <laughs> oh, I, I, I am taking that in consideration yes. as I'm coughing up blood. 
Uh, yeah, you're you're also fleeing the scene too for right now. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to do much to help. So you your roll is going to be a total of a ten. You rolled a nine plus one. Yeah. Uh, so it's your choice, but you only took one harm though. So if you want to take the full harm, one is like bruise. That's stuff that you will recover from quickly. I uh, yeah, I'll take a bruise. Okay. Big yeah. old goose egg. Yep, on the back of the head. <laughs> uh, but you stumble into the next car. Uh, we're going to say Paul is bravely Sorry, holding. Do you have arm? She does not. If you already took the full arm of the attack, you take a plus one arm. Yep. So if you took, if you don't, if you're not wearing any armor, then take an additional one for choosing. Yep. Take the full arm of the attack. So your uh, your clock is at what? Ten. Two boxes. Two. Yeah. yeah. Two boxes. <laughs> Which is still not bad. Uh, yeah. You're not coughing up blood. Yeah. So um, as the fiction goes, uh, this guy is not expecting him, me to smash him in the face. But then I'm not, I know that he has four buddies and I'm just outnumbered even in this small space and they are wailing on me as I am wailing on them and I have created the ultimate body uh, <clears throat> bottleneck, but man, I am coughing blood. <laughs> okay. they, um, I have taken these guys, man, kids these days. <laughs> All right, uh, Cookie. Uh, so your apostle uh, uh, Paul has shut the door behind him, uh, <laughs> and you hear the melee ensuing. Uh, there's a few people looking up at you in this uh, this car. Uh, oh, I don't care. Wouldn't... I'm yep. trying to copy the information as fast as possible, and then I want to leave it where he can recover it. All this stuff. I'm just I'm mm-hmm. leaving it so they can be recovered. Okay. And I'm like, boss, help. I did it again! <laughs> Over the comms. <laughs> Alright, you plug his, uh, you plug the drive into, uh, Apostle Paul's unit. Uh, it starts copying. It does it pretty quickly. Uh, there's a lot of data there. Uh, I'm gonna say it takes like a solid minute. Well, <laughs> you hear, you, you hear the beatings being delivered next door. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're on oh. comms, Argos. Uh, you Extraction <laughs> help. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Polly is just looking aghast at uh, Argos. She was not expecting to have to extract anybody at this time. Uh, It's like, uh, what do I do, boss? I gotta push the car in fast because uh, if we take the if we take the SUV that we Polly has, uh, we might be caught in onto. Sorry, I have a plan. Oh, good. Since I was expecting her to do something that was going to go very poorly. She's in the area. I could even arrest her. All right, I'm sorry, you want what? I'm going to pretend to arrest her. No, I'm going to arrest her. Okay. uh, Leaving all the stuff on the ground except for the stuff I actually want. Okay, uh, a couple things. One, she's on a speeding bullet train. Uh, Shinkansen still? Two, how uh, how how do you get costuming to look like an official police officer? <laughs> well, Atlas. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna dress up as an Atlas security. But you know, that's difficult. Okay. Um, okay. Do you have any spare gear? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's what I'm gonna have you do. Uh, because you're uh, here's what you have to do. You have to get to the next stop before the train arrives. Okay. Uh. 
given what Cookie's telling you, et cetera, you expect there probably is already going to be a security force there. Uh, you're going to have to get on board before they do. I was move for this. My holds for I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah, you can use that. Uh, do you have any kind? Do you have any kind of move that's going to help to insert you into a situation quickly? Let me pull up that. Oh, don't hold already. I it that. is. Uh, yeah, three holds from the beginning of the mission. Mm-hmm. You appear in a scene where you are needed right now. Perfect. Right now is emphasized. Right now, mm-hmm. my costume. Okay. Costume in. So arrest arresting her and turning her along the Shinkansen. Okay. Uh and is that something you just have to pay hold for? Or do you have to roll for? I already raised hold. Oh okay, okay. Good enough. Three holds at the beginning, I've just spent two of them. <clears throat> Alright, you tear uh out of the place uh you were parked and probably <laughs> waiting for something bad to go down. Uh you screech into the tram station. Uh, you see that there already is, uh, there's some, a security van there. Uh, they're not in full force though. Uh, apparently it's just an altercation. Probably they're thinking drunks, right? Um, so they're getting ready to, to board. Uh, the, uh, tram comes to a stop. People are, uh, getting off, uh, <laughs> the car that Apostle, uh, Paul is in. Uh, people are getting out very quickly from that car. <laughs> There's like blood splashed on the windows. <laughs> People are like, <laughs> yeah, good enough. Uh, so Argos, you slip in uh, while the police are still trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, and what do you do? Cookie's there. Cookie, you've just finished downloading the data. There's some people looking at you and looking behind you at the car that's going on. <laughs> I pull the firebug owner and say, hands in the air. That's <clears throat> There are tears in my eyes, and I do not give any fuss. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Handcuff her and walk her away. All right. Okay, so uh, to get by the rest of security that's here, um, you're going to have to put up a convincing act. Um, They are going to stop and ask what's going on. So, uh, well, how do you get by these guys? Uh, You've got uh, got fairly current Atlas security gear. and uh, you've got all the right moves. I mean, you work for Atlas. <clears throat> but uh, they do question you. It's like, oh, hey, I thought they just sent out the one unit. I've been following this one through three different sectors. I don't know what the individual parts are called. That's a pretty impressive line. Okay, so you're, you're telling them that this is, uh, this is an ongoing investigation. I sent to get. <clears throat> okay, uh, that's fast talk plus style. I, nope. that, that's nope. a good line over. Nope. Yeah. I think you could give him some pluses there. That's that's well, a good let's see how he rolls. Right. Also, uh <laughs> I think uh Cookie could probably aid him in this by playing along. That's oh, true, yeah. If you want to help Cookie, uh you can also give me a fast talk roll plus style. Let's see how does uh, helping if I think if you succeed it adds to the the He gets she, he gets a plus one. He gets a plus one, right. <laughs> you're blubbering and crying and I'm just you know, crying. You think you're doing well. You think you're being dramatic, but people can't really understand what you're saying. You're blubbering so much. <laughs> Alright, so that doesn't hurt you. Uh but what did you end up rolling? I got a nine. Oh, okay. Perfect. Uh nine plus. Uh, uh It was a convincing lie. I will give you a plus one for that. 
it's oh. close enough. I'll give you the ten. So okay. NPCs do what you want. The PCs yep. must choose whether or not to do it or not. If they do, mm-hmm. they mark experience. If they yeah, don't, so these are the cops are like, okay, yeah, carry on. Uh, just make sure you file a little report for the precinct. We got to go. He see, he looks down at his comms and says, "We'll file this is thirteen uh, D responding at seven twenty five. Make sure you get it the paperwork. It'll link up with ours. At the number. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, they let you go. And the recovery of the stuff. Yeah, hand over the the stuff that I stole, but keep yeah. the our device. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I kept. Everything else stayed on the ground. And do you uh, do you leave right away? Yep. Okay, so uh, what you miss is Apostle Paul's being pulled yep. out in a stretcher. <laughs> yep. I, I appreciate this my very first mission with you <laughs> a couple of young punks have uh, got ribs broken face smashed in but Paul got the worst of it uh, yep. of course you know you weren't fighting just to fight you were fighting to keep them you know occupied so yes I was I doing see. my theatrical stuff but they were beating the living hell out of me while I was dancing yeah <laughs> So, yeah, you can take it to a local hospital. Uh, well, uh, you guys have the data. Uh, what do the rest of you that are not being hospitalized at the moment end up doing? I think we're still drinking our coffee in the shop. <laughs> Vision, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we didn't have to break into that house. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would have been easy with the keys. Polly's uh, driving sedately away at this point Uh, it's like I'm undetermined uh, whether I'm upset or not it all depends if we get paid Uh, so her wrath uh, in ire depends heavily upon whether she gets paid or not she has been notified. Yes. <laughs> the, the trick will be to see if the ploy, the, the bad ploy, pulled off whether or not he believed everyone got robbed, not just him. <sighs> All right. So, <clears throat> uh, Argos, do you call your contact? No, but I will tell you what I do, actually. Sure. What to do? I'm going to spend my last hold, I love it when a plan comes together, mm-hmm. to make a second clone of the drive. Okay. Then I'm going to give all the stuff to Cookie and give her the number and say, have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (coughs) And Argos is going to go to his actual house. Well, apartment. Okay. (laughs) I have the look of the guilty child on my face. You know she's done wrong. I call. I call the number with a whimper. We got it. Call me back. Okay. Um, <laughs> you get a number, uh, a quick text back to, uh, that says, uh, meet me where we set this up to begin with. Um, since she, she didn't meet you, <laughs> Argos didn't introduce you as a member of her <laughs> team. <laughs> I was And security at that, is looking for her. I was at that donut shop spritzing people. Right, but you were never introduced as part of his team. He, she oh, doesn't know this pan number, so she's leaving it vague. She's like, meet me where, you know, we set this up. If you know that, <laughs> which you do. I do. 
technically was there, causing more trouble. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So this is uh, this is a couple hours later. Uh, news reports going out. Uh, your face is being shown <laughs> on the nightly news uh, oh because trams do have cameras. <laughs> and that was part of you failing so badly earlier as well. Um yeah, so uh, <laughs> subject wanted for questioning. If you see this young this lady, please contact. <laughs> um, well, you she will... was arrested. To be fair, yeah, that, that is true. But the report was never filed, so you didn't file the. Oh my god! <laughs> pick up a hobo and arrest them. All right, anyway, uh, so you pick up on this uh, on the way to the meet that uh, your face is being plastered across the, uh, the video. Uh, are you going to do anything about hiding your appearance? I mean, to be honest, you're not very, I don't think you're very. Um, I'm not flashy. Yeah, yeah, you don't stand out very much. So, you know, it, it wouldn't take much. On. Yeah, put a hat on. Okay, good enough. Okay. It wasn't me. I understand there's a whole gang of people who look exactly <laughs> like me running around. <laughs> you Oh, it was that dang toothless game. <laughs> yeah. All right. You uh, meet back at the uh, the bar that uh, uh, this all went down uh, originally. You recognize the woman. She's sitting down. She seems to be watching the news report that's playing on one of the small televisions nearby, and it is reporting the subway incident <clears throat> as you take a seat. Say, um, I've got it, what you were looking for. She drums her fingers on the table a little bit. She said, now, um, as uh, your acquaintance Argos uh, was told at the beginning of this meet, uh, discretion uh, was a mandatory uh, part of our engagement. And she glances over the TV screen, glances back to you. (laughs) Yes, but I robbed a lot of people on that train, to be fair. She forces a smile and she says, well, Dr. Stone hasn't uh, reported anything as being amiss. Uh, he uh, was held for questioning with a few more people that had their goods taken. Um, so luckily it doesn't, I don't think uh, he has knowledge of your particular mission. She Good just way. shakes her head and uh, she just continues to drum her finger on the table. And we left says, everything in the car in front of them. They can all have it back. I didn't really mean to steal anything from everybody. She, Cookie's a little shook up. Yeah, it's like a well part of negotiation. Good, good enough. She says, okay, so you got the data. Yeah. Hand it over. Okay, here. All right. She looks at it. And she plugs it into a system uh, of her own. And she says, uh, uh, Argo said that uh, you may have uh, the means of decrypting this. Did you happen to uh, want to negotiate for that as well? Yeah, yeah. Taking a deep breath. Whew. Yeah, we have lots of, of information. Um, give me an offer and I will talk to Argos. He's <laughs> my boss. Okay, <clears throat> so here's how this is going to go down. Uh, you're shaken. Uh, she's not so happy with your professionalism. Uh, you did bring a lot of heat, but... Apparently, the target still uh, may not know what went down, although he may have suspicions at a later time, which is what she was trying to avoid. Normally, the roll is 10 plus, and you add the number of unfilled segments on the le- on, on the clock. This guy had a clock going for every time you failed something. He was getting suspicious. You are two away 
from <laughs> him recognizing wow. something was wrong. Um, nice. So you get to add two to your roll. Uh, you can add one more because you're offering uh, a means to decrypt the information. They could probably do it, but it'll save them some time. So she will give you a number of, of extra cash. That's you know, it's it's not a it's not huge, but it's it's okay. So that that'll give you a plus three. However, uh, really, she's not confident <clears throat> in how this has been pulled off, and if. At a later date, Stone might realize something has gone wrong. So you're going to give you a minus one for that. So I'm effectively going to increase his clock by one. Uh, so you're going to roll a 2d6, and you're going to add two to it. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> Should I get it? <laughs> I, I, my, my screen is gone. Hold on a second. Let me. Yeah, she got a nine. Got a nine. Okay. All right, so you get to choose from the list below one item. Now, choosing the one item doesn't mean that the others happen, but they could happen, okay? Uh, the one you choose will definitely happen. So you can choose it being not a setup or an ambush. <laughs> you can choose that you are paid in full. Uh, you can choose that it doesn't attract attention from outside parties. Um, you can choose the employer is identifiable. Uh, or you can choose that you learn something from the mission and everyone marks experience. So oh my. the way I would look at this, for instance, is she could just pay you very little because she thinks that he's going to find out this mission wasn't good. And so you all get to mark experience, but you're not going to really get any more cred from it. And I'll talk about that in a second. So I, I could see that as being an option. The other option is you're paid in full. You get every penny coming to you, every bit of credit coming to you, but there's going to be some fallback. Really? <laughs> Shocking. I'm surprised that there might possibly... You might want to pick the option where there's a fallout. Um. Money is... is We can gain more money. We oh, well, in, in this game, money, uh, actual money and creds, the credits are the kind of the same thing, and your credit is more than just money. It's like your street... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your street cash, your credibility, as well as your credits, as in your bank account. Also, we, didn't, uh, we didn't do anything with spending the creds at the beginning. Uh, actually, so we, we did the at the one. end of the last episode when ah. we walked off. So oh, it's, right, okay. yours is the only one we're lacking. We got everybody else's. All right. So we'll get yours here. And, uh, actually, you should probably tell us before we find out what it's going to be. Uh, most well, it wouldn't have changed anything. It would have just been two. Two, yeah. Most yes. people wagered two. <laughs> okay. So, Cookie, uh, feel oh free to pick gosh. any of the things below. Uh, you're, you're the one Argo sent in as a punishment, so. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm thinking that I'm going to take the money in full because I feel really bad for my teammates. Usually I stay in the lab for a reason. Um. I, have, I like to blow things up and I panic. That's why I'm in the lab <laughs> under controlled circumstances. Uh, so I'm going to take all the money and close my eyes and just take what happens. Okay, very good. So you take the payday. Okay, so see how the wagering goes. You get paid in full, so everyone that wagered... You get paid the multiplier by two, uh, normally. By three, I think... The job you? pays well, I think. Oh, I'll just charge that the one. multiplier. Mm -hmm. uh, so but we yeah. got paid well on top of that. 
Uh, no, that means we, we were paid in full. Uh, yes. Not to pick the job pays well, as that was the selling point. That mm-hmm. Yeah. Two. <clears throat> that was a freebie. Job paid well. So times three. Yep. Your bet times three. Uh, so, it but, is possible to actually get a higher uh, percentage because we did negotiate for more yeah, money. For yeah, I just wanted to know what it was going to end up first. Uh, the more money will actually make it another times one multiplier, so it'll be times four. Woo! Uh-huh. So we get eight cred each, I believe. Except for me, I only oh, wow. wagered one. <laughs> yeah, Cookie gets one. <laughs> and I wagered nothing. It's all right. Your credit did not go up in this one. Uh, no, actually, uh, uh, what d- did you intentionally not wager anything? Because you, the uh, whole point uh, is you're trying to get paid, and that's why you joined these guys. Oh yes, I just didn't know about this rule. Okay. So, uh, uh, well, let's just to be fair. Let's just say uh, you wagered two. Would that be all right with you? Be because when you wager more than two, people take take notice. Yeah, take notice of it happening. Oh, okay. Like so, two is like the safe number. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So you'll get eight cred uh, cred back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's uh, if you wager three, it's like, oh shit, Apostle Paul's on a job. What's he up to? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I can see why I wouldn't necessarily want to bring notice to myself that I'm working with this particular group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now nope, everyone, sell the group. <laughs> everyone will mark an experience for completing the mission. You're you're not going to get the extra one for what you could have gotten in uh, legwork or in getting paid, but you do get one for completing. Uh, quick question: I have a thing that says if I choose a violent solution, <laughs> you um, can mark credit. Yeah, you chose a violent solution. You can mark experience. Okay, thank you. I I appreciate that. Yes, because I definitely. Um, I'm going to handle creds as in money uh, just a slightly different than uh, than the book book says. Basically, if you buy stuff and it's at a reasonable threshold for your your uh, your cred rating, I'm just going to say okay, no problem, and I'll just kind of role play it and say okay, you guys are getting a little low on funds. Okay, this is actual physical money. If you're trying to buy something that I think would actually cause a reduction in your credit, I'll let you know beforehand. Okay. Because I, I do want there to be something of a distinguishing difference between credits money and cred street cred. Okay. Uh, I, I reason reasonably my when I purchased the vehicle that counts as credit deduction. Yeah. So I took uh, out another four for that on top of the one I already paid. Right. Uh, for the uh, question though, for the uh, fake sin, how much uh, would you want to cost for that, or no? Um, you had a really good fake sin. Yes. I, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's gonna cost uh probably two creds because it's that, got years of history attached to it. It's like it's a solid, solid. It'll go through painstaking uh, uh, scrutiny. You. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I figured. Yes. It's a Whereas good deal either the way. Disposable sins that like Jack gets don't actually cost cred. I mean, yeah. they're so so surface that it doesn't take much digging to show that they're fake. Yep, and that's what I got all. On all the vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got those two. Uh, right. Uh, so that's a wrap for the mission then, right? It is a wrap for the mission. And uh, Argos cloned the data. So if you guys uh, ever wanted to decrypt it, look at it. That may lead to another interesting thing. <laughs> uh, does anybody need to do any advancements or purchases go under the knife? I need to go under the knife. You need to heal. You have to, yeah. Um, Mostly it's for this ruptured lung I have. 
what uh, cyber? What corporation did uh, Apostle Paul add to the mix? Uh, it doesn't have to be a corporation. It could be a group. So, like, if you wanted to put in the the group that you're proselytizing for, you can do that. Yeah, I'll. Um... But these are the groups that get runs put against them. Yep. Often. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, there are also our enemies and uh, clients and well, all sorts yeah, they, of Yeah, that's just it. Enemies or clients. I mean, they could be either or, so, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I could absolutely see uh, the shepherds being our en- enemies. Uh, it will be uh, the shepherds of the lost. Okay. And we are, and I am part of a, a hierarchy of, um, basically, we're just so, in case you, if you, don't get this reference, let me know. But basically, we're Franciscan monks that are mixed in with um, Franciscan monks who are Knights Templar. So okay. I got that know. reference. On the board, <clears throat> if you can give me a, a description of something they would use as their logo, something very simple. I'm, I'm mocking up uh, corporate logos and group logos for different uh, things. Uh, well, basically, a shepherd's crook and a uh, sheep out of the pen. Okay, that works. <laughs> and while people, are looking, while people are looking up advancements, I'm going to see what you actually have to do to heal, because you took a significant amount. That's more than just bed rest. <laughs> From this point on, we have some issues with Skype, and a lot of our character building post-scenario is unfortunately cut. We did finish the mission, though, and we do hope you enjoyed this one. in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Be a part of all the fun by joining one of our social media connectors. We can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Google Groups, and our very own Discord server. Links to all of these can be found by going to BlueMagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. And finding the links right below the Upsteam Steal and Murder banner. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.